Hello and welcome to the Melomancy Podcast. We have a very special episode for you all today. My name is Dylan. I'm joined with Rick and Victim. And today we have the special scoop. We have found the one man on Earth that didn't like cyberpunk edgerunners, Victim. <laughs> it is true. One man alone. In his contrarian opinion, I'm sorry. I don't mean to pick on you. It's just I, no, I can't find a single other person that didn't listen, like it. Listen, it's... it's all, all it is is that I have I have I have become the main character, and you guys have all have just you're on no side characters, villains, if if you will. So you know, I want to kick today's episode off with with discussion of Cyberpunk Edgerunners because me and Victim have both finished it. Rick, I don't think you watch watched it. Don't don't you don't well, have Netflix, right? <laughs> there are two reasons. Yes, the first off is I don't have a Netflix account, and I adamantly refuse to even borrow one. But the uh, other reason is, and. I don't know if this puts me in Vic's camp or not, but I actually don't like the animation style. Uh, I haven't liked it. It make I stomached it for Gur and Logon. I know they're not technically the same company, but it's the same animator. Uh-huh. Well, it's same people. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no, I haven't watched any of the other anime in that style at all because I just can't. I yeah, get it. actually, it's that was fine. something I was really worried about too. And I mean, like, I think it's fine. 90% of the time. It's just that there is definitely a 10% of the time where Trigger just accidentally Garn log on or kill the kill their way mm-hmm. through the animation. But So I want, I want to set the stage uh, for anyone who's listening to the episodes out of order, right? So last episode, you know, me and Victim already had started. Cyberpunk Enjoyers, it was the day it came out. He got like four episodes in. He, he yeah. liked it a lot. Uh, I hadn't started it. I started it the next night. That's actually why the episode came out as many days later as it did. Because I was binging that show because I couldn't fucking stop watching. Um... And at the end, like, I am in full solidarity with the normies. I think it was excellent. I would recommend it to anyone. I don't know if you're going to convince me otherwise either. <laughs> but you don't need to hear that from me because you can hear that from every other fucking podcast on the internet that ever mentioned Cyberpunk. Every fucking TikTok account, YouTube account that covers this show has done nothing but praise it. Which is why I don't want to talk about it any further because that's what I would do. But Victim, you got actually a unique take, I think. Yeah, so... I'm going to start off by saying that the first four episodes, I, I still hold true. Like nothing changed my mind. There's still an eight out of ten. I think like everything post time skip, pretty good. I, I think that honestly, they, it felt like they had a pretty good, solid line they were working on. Um, and they were doing a pretty good job at showing time without doing a, an explicit time skip. They were just kind of montaging their way through things. I was like, hey, this is this is working. This is good. I like this. But I, I, I honestly felt like they kind of ruined that with the time skip. But I, that, that's not necessarily a, a gripe I have with the show. But I just kind of want to outline that, like, by those the, my original review of the first four episodes, they're still pretty good. Is um, it awkward time skip kind of a studio trigger staple, though? <laughs> yeah, kind of think of it. Yeah, I mean, Garn Logon had that really, really big one, which, um, considering yeah. it's not the topic of today, I won't spoil that. But, yeah. <laughs> that that one was really awkward because it was literally like uh, create conflict, resolve conflict, time skip. Yeah, it it was it a second season or was it just the second cur? I think uh, they, they they didn't even refer to it as either or. I think it literally was just like a halfway point. Yeah, yeah. That, in fairness to the girl and log on, it was like a separate story. Uh, however, yeah, pretty much. I mean, it was like the same conflict ultimately but it was like at a different stage yeah so much later like the time skip was so long 
Yeah, yeah kind of staggering. Children. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it was insinuated that like there wasn't much happening during that time. Yeah, basically. They knew, that, they, knew they still had an issue to deal with, but they didn't have a way of dealing with it until that point or some right. shit. I forget, but either way. So I want to um, I want to bring up something that you said on the Discord. Um, yeah. Uh, after you had finished the show, and you actually tweeted this, that you, you said, yeah. you know, after finishing Edge Runners, you rate four out of ten. Do you still stand by that? I, I'll probably up it to like a five. Okay, a five. I want I want like, to hear about it. <laughs> I, I, I want to say that like animation, uh, music. I, I'd say it's all like easy nines out of ten you know it's like they did a wicked job i mean most of the music's from the game so that, that's a pretty obvious pretty obvious you know win from for that right? almost all the tracks that were in the show were from the game actually <laughs> yeah so it's just like yeah okay like that's really solid and if that's all you really give a shit about yeah watch watch it i high, highly recommend it but like i felt i felt like the story i mean character writing is okay the character writing i'd say is like six seven out of ten uh but like the actual story and plot didn't really go anywhere it only took the tagline and we're going to start getting into spoiler territory i should probably warn um but like that all they did was take the tagline of cyberpunk which is you don't live a legend you die one i mean i'm, I'm simplifying that but the, the the point's the same um and that's a, that's an okay tagline if the game didn't already subvert that the game subverted it and made it a question it's like is this tagline true it's up to you to go figure that out. It can be, maybe, but maybe it isn't. But in the anime, they don't even like they don't even bother questioning it. They're like, no, this is the one constant in life. They're all gonna die. I'm curious, Every last one of them. victim. Uh, full spoilers. Uh, how does the game subvert that trope exactly? In, in my in my opinion, it started. Uh, I would say like halfway through, but like once you start saying, once B basically starts realizing he doesn't want to die. It's not all about going to the top anymore. He has a life. You know, you know, he's in my case, I was dating Pan Am and he didn't want to let go of that. He realized there was things more valuable in life than dying a legend. I and that's you can choose endings that were that is quite literally the point. Who knows what happens after the credits roll? You could still die six months later. Because mm-hmm. I would argue know. the, the but you're Pan not dying Am, a legend anymore. Yeah, the Pan Am ending and the suicide ending. You definitely don't die a legend. I mean, the Pan Am yeah. ending, you don't die at all. <laughs> ah, yeah yeah so it's, it's just like I, I feel like sure they, they gave a they, obviously it's player choice you can choose for that tagline to be and, and I, I, I like that that's good that's the game is fucking fantastic for that but the and I get the anime has to had to pick a hard line but with so many different in, interesting and well designed and written characters they could have went both ways with each cast of characters I also really didn't like the fact that some of the characters just died as like an off screen haha hee hee joke like the the first dude just gets his head blown off by a fucking homeless guy who was tired of his shit. It's like I didn't it's mind that like, so much, but again, um I'm not gonna change your yeah. mind. <laughs> I, I I just like that it wasn't the worst of it. It's just that's an, a good example of like some of the characters genuinely weren't given like the respect that they were propped up to have. They're like, oh, this is a main character, he's part of the main cast. We're just gonna kill him off. It was like a side one note. And just like oh. had one wholesome montage, and he was toast. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's just like just enough and, to care a little bit. And that's pretty much how they do a lot of the other characters too. I mean, I forget her name now, but the, the bigger, burlier chick. Uh, the we don't even really see what kills her for when she dies. She just takes a couple bullets to the head. We know, mm-hmm. we know what it is. Context of the situation, we understand. But it's just like 
just all of a sudden a hole through her head. You're like, okay, she's dead now. It's like that should have been like, an on-screen it, death. Yeah, it was quite quite immediate. They didn't really give her any any real like what what was legendary about her death. She took some bullets to the back she, of the skull. She didn't die a legend. I mean, that's the tragedy. Like, well, <laughs> oh yeah, no, I get that, but it's just like, but that's what they were trying to hit home with the way that they're like propping all this up. And I just, I don't think they were trying to say everybody dies a legend. I think that was kind of the point. Is like in that also is about seventy seven uh, with. Uh, you know, spoiler boys, uh, early death. Uh, they, fuck, I forget his name now. Uh, oh, Jackie. I mean, he Jackie. he gets a drink. They, they uh, I mean, I, mm-hmm. I guess it's more or less V telling yeah, his v story that does it does, really. But, but his death is, itself wasn't quite the catalyst mm-hmm. for it. But it he wasn't legendary. The point was to they're trying to grasp this legendary status of like Morgan Blackhand or Johnny right. Silverhand. Morgan Blackhand oh. does not have a drink at the afterlife because they don't think he's dead, and he's probably not. Right. Well, I mean, that was a plot point. And David Martinez had a drink the whole time, ever since version one of the game. And everyone's like, who the fuck is that? (laughs) He had a drink in the game the whole time, which is kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think where they were going with that is like, not everybody can be a legend. For every one legend, there are hundreds, if not thousands, of people who just didn't make it up. Uh And that's fair. But I I think that kind of brings me to my other point, too, the other show I was having, is that the plot direction only relied, or was hinging upon that, right? It's like, there wasn't, like, David trying to be with Lucy. or In fact, quite literally, he chose this, like, suicidal path that he did not need to take at all, and he was given several outs. You just said, nah, fuck it. But like, and that's fine. That's not a horrible thing. I don't want anything. But like, kind of like riding off that point, though, is that like, they didn't bother to like venture through any of this. And the only two characters that even survive at the end were like, had plot points that they never even explored, even that they probably shouldn't have even told us about if they weren't really willing to do anything with them. Like, Lucy is is basically like a fucking super net runner that escaped and went and did some hit uh, hits on her own. And then they never really did anything with that. It just kind of boiled into her getting well, caught. I, I think it was implied. Like I, it was implied that she was doing it to protect David, right? Like original. Yeah. She discovered the secret and her actions prevented them from finding him before he was all borged out. Also. Yeah. He might like anybody who survives the show, they may have done that on purpose be- for some inclusionary in the game. Right, like there's an update have... to the game, and you yeah. can meet that Falco guy, the driver. Like he gives you a quest or something. That's yeah, how you get, the... that's how you get the jacket. Yeah, I was gonna say one of the most obvious things, in my opinion, is that they unfortunately were written into a quarter a little bit. Like David had to die. Like. Yeah, you know, we've gone into full spoiler territory already, so yeah. he has to die. Because when, like Dylan pointed out, he has a drink already, and always has had a drink. So they purposely picked a character who was going to die. But on top of that, like this is like a Rogue One-style story where none of these characters made it to the, you know, mm-hmm. obviously they could have just not been around, but none of these characters were in the main plot line in the next yeah. uh, episode. Therefore, well, there's only one real answer. Uh-huh. Uh, they yeah. in, you know, ba- back in the day, Bungie did this with Halo Reach. None of those characters, True. except for Jun, 
uh, were mm -hmm. in in the mainline story. And uh, so it's like, so what other fate like... could they have? And I actually, I so I've been. Scrolling... I'm pretty certain they were all Halo Wars characters, weren't they? Were they? No, none of them were. Or, Halo or they were written about during that time, or something like that. No, I forget. Halo... So, there was speculation that they were. They were never like main characters, but they there was evidence that they were existent no. characters. No, they were Spartan. Well, I mean, they had uh, no reach. Actually, changed. I forget how that went. That probably was just a speculation video I watched months ago. Couldn't have been. They, you know, not to get us too far off topic, but Spartan threes originally were written about in Ghost of Onyx that novel, yeah. and they were not at all mentioned to exist prior to that point. Um. Hmm. And then Bungie, probably for my daddy Microsoft at the time, came in and redid oh, that. Oh, I, I um, see the problem, yeah. Yeah, and, so, and they retconned to make the Spartan 3s happen during Reach time frame. Okay. Uh, but because they didn't exist in the main canon at that, they basically had to kill them all off. And that's why there's the final mission where with the famous... Uh, Objective of Objective survive. survive. And you know, I think the Halo Reach comparison is kind of funny. So uh, I was scrolling on TikTok, and it, my, my feed is entirely chock full of Cyberpunk Endrunners uh, content. Oh, yeah. Mostly people reacting well. and freaking out about it, right? And it's almost all positive. It's entirely positive. The only one negative is you, Victim. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, I, I have one more thing, too, once we, 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 get, once we get back to it. Okay, I'll get, it, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that in a second. But uh, Halo Reach is actually a frequent comparison that I see. There's a lot of people who say it's just like Halo Reach all over again. Because, and the comparison runs deeper than, oh, sad ending. It's like, oh, I, at some point you figure out, oh, they're fucking dead. Like, there's no way out of this. Oh, to be fair, I went into Reach knowing it. But I, I, but I it was, was still heartbreaking. Halo, right? I was, a, I was a Halo super fan, so it's like yeah. I already kind of knew. <laughs> right, a lot of people went into Reach knowing that because, like, they yeah. they had some understanding of there's no Spartans in the mainline game. It's just Master Chief. What happened to them? Oh, here's a prequel about all the Spartans and they're everywhere. It's like, what else? You know, what's surprising to me? <laughs> there was people back then that didn't know that. They had no idea. Well, I mean, and we're seeing that but now Halo, with Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Like, there's some yeah, people who Halo didn't see it one coming. and two solidify that pretty hard. Fair. <laughs> But like, pe there are people in going three, in. Three, it's a, it's, it's brought into question that maybe some did survive, but they don't really. Well, by that point, mm -hmm. uh, the two or novels... ODSD, I guess, is the one that maybe was it. I can't remember. No, one of them, it, one of them point, dropped the hand, anyways. It wasn't the games. It was, uh, uh fuck, what the was animated it? The shorts. Novels. No, the novels. Oh, because yeah, it probably so wasn't all. Uh, I have read some of the novels too. Yeah. So I might be getting my information mixed up. So it's for any of the Gen so Z. Uh, mm -hmm. listeners that don't understand what I'm talking about. At There's the these things called Halo... books. <laughs> well, at the time of Halo, uh, being fresh and new, Microsoft wanted to go above and beyond. And this is kind of why I say Halo is a masterpiece of storytelling, more so than people give it credit for, because we all think 5 and 4 and Infinite, where storytelling was a secondary backseat to Pew Pew Pew. Yeah. Um, the, there were there was too much story to pack into one game, so they added novels, compendiums of knowledge of stories about the Halo universe to widen it out, make some of the things make sense in a way that they didn't already, things like that. And it really tied it together. Edge, uh, funny enough, Cyberpunk is kind of doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. uh, there is a, what, a comic or a no novel there, there was a companion short, at least. 
and now there's an animation. Uh, and there was so, always a collection of short stories in the tabletop yeah. manuals, right? As well, and one of the things that is, that's we, where Johnny and all those characters come from, right? Uh -huh. Yes, Johnny, yeah, is, yeah. and Mike mm -hmm. Pondsmith, uh, you know, the uh, bad cyberpunk company, I think, was the first one. I could be wrong, but you are cutting out, regard. but I can kind of hear oh, you. shit. Ah, oh, fuck me. Okay, anyways, uh, am I back to normal? <laughs> yes, okay. Yeah, no, I think this headset, uh, but I want to write it out until the end. You know how it goes. I, I think it might be your your internet because uh, so yeah, you, the listeners the won't know lines. because they're listening, right? Uh, but oh. we're in a video call, and your video is very choppy. Okay, let me wiggle the cords. So if I cut out, you know why. <laughs> it's all good. If it's a lengthy interruption, we can always cut this part out in the editing because I can do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, good to know that I was cutting out, though. Anyways, so the, the whole... But the whole thing about it is we, you know, Mike Pondsmith says that Johnny's an unreliable narrator because the events he wrote versus the events that happened in the game were not necessarily exactly accurate. Yeah, um, right. But nonetheless. And that's important because uh, in the game, there's a lot of like flashbacks. And I want to talk about the game before I, I go back to you, Victim, because um, yep. I know you have that one more take. Uh, but bear with me. Um, we're seeing ridiculous sales and concurrent oh, players yes. numbers of cyberpunk 2077 and my tiktok feed is full of fucking new players like oh my god this game's fucking great Who, oh and it, why you know, didn't you tell me it wasn't why didn't you tell me it was great and it's like you motherfuckers weren't listening i've been telling you for over a year now it's playable oh, and amazing <laughs> oh it, I, I, it's funny i i actually got to a, like you, you saw on twitter i got into a small little argument with a guy who uh was trying to like argue up and down across this dude's post or I'm just like, what? It's never been a shit game. It just ran shit for some people. It's like, what? Yeah, like, they didn't like, retcon anything in the story. They didn't retcon the presentation. Like, it's always been there since the beginning. That stuff doesn't change. I, I think an issue I that I, I don't run into that a lot of people do is I don't let hype, like, run me. It's like, to this day, I, I will still compare Elden Ring, one of my favorite video games of all time. It released unfinished, it released buggy, and it released horrifically unbalanced and nobody not a single fucking person on this planet bitched up a storm enough that it became like in the narrative right but mm -hmm. or or look at skyrim every time they re-release it it's gotten more bugs and issues but you can just mod them out well you can do that you can do the same you've been able to do the same thing with cyberpunk for a very long time <laughs> mm -hmm. and every update removes bugs they were they're doing they may have not done it right at first and obviously that deserves criticism but they've been doing better since. In fact, literally probably since patch one, if I had to make a guess, I, mm -hmm. I don't know that for certain, but anyways, anyways, I'm going to interrupt you for just a minute, victim. And yeah. I'm going to stop the stream because I'm getting a lot of dropped frames. And I think maybe I'm the problem. Uh, <gasps> oh, no. So to relieve the stress on my internet connection, I'm going to stop the stream and I'm going to say something in the chat for anyone who shows up to stop the stream. Something isn't right, and I'm going to make a post replying to the post I already made. Letting uh, everybody know. Because someone might show up, right? Like, I, I already yes. got, like, two retweets and a favorite. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, suck it, everybody else. This post is doing numbers. I I just posted it. Like, <laughs> you never know. Yeah. I'm just, uh, I'm, just, I'm just giving a shit. Eat your heart out, G4. Uh-huh. We're doing better than G4. <laughs> Hell Yeah. <laughs> 
that was actually one of the jokes that uh, Clownfish was making. Is like, we're doing better than G4, even though they have more. They need to get the Austin show back on there. Then they'll they'll immediately be back in the limelight. Oh, I think that's over, Vic. I I think we'll, G- we'll get to that but, in a minute. Yeah. Uh, so the recording still going strong, by the way. Um, okay, and maybe good. now that I've stopped streaming, uh, whatever internet bandwidth lack of I was suffering from, maybe that will be over now. So, uh, so maybe your audio quality was my problem, Rick. I don't know. Oh, okay. You sound fine now. So, victim. Yeah. Let's wrap up this cyberpunk topic and move on to other things. Sure. What was on your mind? Okay. So the other thing that uh, really got to me was. This is something that I think they could have, like, they very much did as like a fan service moment. And I've always been critical of, of uh, speci- specifically of Trigger uh, for doing this because I actually really don't like fan service that much. I, I feel like it only lessens, it only, only cheapens things in a lot of ways, right? But um, was the fact that the moment we saw Adam Smasher, we knew exactly what was going to happen. Because you know he lives, you know he dies in the game. Yeah, exactly. So it's just like that, that is an immediate, oh. So, like, any semblance of, like, will they, won't they, you know, maybe maybe David, they see him almost die, and that's why his drink's there. Like, there's a, an infinite number of possibilities for things, but the moment we see him, it's like, no. You Adam, know what it, been is a better... it going to let any of these fuckers live? I'm going to pretend that I am a writer, and I'm going to give you what I think would have been a better way to play that out that would probably please you, but still end with everyone dying. What sure. if... Okay, so imagine this. No Smasher. In fact, Smash Arasaka, the, the fucking like Team Rocket Arasaka Netrunners, they could still be there. They could still be fucking with Faraday. That's fine. That could stay. Let's give let's give uh, Militech their own little fucking Team Rocket meddlers, right? Give get some good voice actors for them. Get Militech a, a part in the conspiracy, right? Give them a more active role in the acquiring of the fucking cyber skeleton, right? Militech hires Morgan Blackhand. Morgan Blackhand's in the anime. Because then you don't know how it's going to play out. Because he's not in the game. We, we don't know what happened to him either. Right? The, all, the, the, the problem you have with Smash, where it's like as soon as he shows up, you know he's going to win. Not yeah. in play if we bring in Morgan Blackhand. We could still have Morgan Blackhand win, because he should, because he's a legend. I think. Yeah. yeah, Morgan Blackhand absolutely would wipe the floor with all of them. Yeah, like well, considering he can go toe to toe with Smasher. Right, that's entirely the but backstory. But that's what made him go missing. <laughs> <laughs> they fought yeah. at the end of the war. <laughs> they fought, and they both t- face tanked a nuke. And uh, and yeah. uh, Smasher still <laughs> and walks, what... and Morgan is missing, and it's like, oh, did he die? I don't think so. <laughs> no, why? Nobody dies off screen. No. Every every writer knows better. So I think that would have been way cooler. And we would have got to see um, the CD Projekt Red rendition of what Morgan Blackhand looks like. It's probably just Mr. Blue Eyes, but whatever. <laughs> it might be cooler than Mr. Blue Eyes. Who right. knows? Well, Mr. Blue Eyes' appearance and all of his like parts of his outfit in the in the game code say Morgan Blackhand on them. So, <laughs> Yeah, they may have been considering making him Morgan Blackhand and backed off. Or but, he's you know, secretly start... Morgan Blackhand and or they're just the same he... dude. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe yeah. he wears Morgan's outfit. Maybe he's his son. <laughs> I think that would be a little better. Um, but everyone again, still dies. I, I, yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't want anyone to think that that's died. like. I don't think that's like my uh, a quality dip for me that mm-hmm. everyone died. I was more just a little annoyed that like they didn't try to do anything else with anybody. Mm-hmm. It's like they they could have. 
they could have weaved a couple of different things. There, there could have been like some different story angles. Um, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think ten episodes is too little. Too that that doesn't help at all. Yeah. Like, I like just, most animes at least do twelve or thirteen. So like I liked it, but also I like tragedy and I like fan service, and so of course I liked it. Right. Yeah. If, if, we're, if we're talking on a personal level, like like a like a like me, not like talking like actual quality of the show, I think. Well, I don't really like that angle too much. I, I wouldn't have. I don't think I would have been too bothered by it. Mm-hmm. Also, got to remember, um, I didn't feel like there was a, like any semblance of story. <laughs> it's just my my childhood's full of like old American action movies, right? So there's like yeah. you know one to three sex scenes in each one. So it's like fan, fan service to me. Like I feel like there's not enough fan service in anime sometimes. Like yeah, you might see like a short skirt or some thighs, but like in Amer- old American action movies, they'll be you won't see any like lower body private parts, but they're just fucking on screen. Right, there's yeah. three sex scenes in The Watchmen. There's four in the comic. Yep. Yeah, right. it's just, it was just a requirement back then. <laughs> what was it like of your action? Band of Brothers. Uh, Band I think Brothers. it was Band of Brothers had like a couple sex scenes where it was just a dude in an office banging a chick randomly. It may, it may be another military movie and thing or series. I, whatever. I don't but. think it was Band of Brothers. The only things that was like a sex scene that they had was a that I recall. Was a uh, woman and one of the soldiers working uh, uh, in her bedroom uh, after Germany was declared over or France was liberated. I forget which. And uh, yeah, I, I, and I might his, be getting the shows mixed up from other military shows. Too, yeah, for, for and the they play it as a joke because his officer walks in and they, he's like, "Oh, should I stop?" He's like, "Carry on," and he grabs like a tea set as loot and leaves. It's Jesus. like. I mean, I don't want to sound like a pervert or nothing, right? But it's like, I feel like anime is like way too modest in a lot of ways. Cause like, if they, if it is a dirty show, like, it's usually like full on a porno, right? And that's not right. what I want to watch, right? But like, American <laughs> action movies, there's yeah. this nice balance of, okay, it's a, it's a heroic story of like heroes and, and what have you, but there's usually a sex scene. Isn't, I think even, even the MCU has sex scenes. In the Iron Man movies, there was a sex scene, right? There was an implied one, I think. I don't think there was an actual. Sure one. Think. In yeah. the first one, he he bangs the reporter girl. Yeah, no, you see yeah. the post, you see the aftermath. I think. Well, no, you see you see her jump on top of him, and you can see like her thighs and stuff. Oh, sure. Yeah, uh, but it's still but, a sex scene, right? Yes. Whereas with it, anime, it like you, it, it's usually like really like full send, like a porno, or it's like there's none. Not at all. Well, part of the problem with anime is so many of them are involving high schoolers. So fair. That is fair. Like you can imply. <laughs> that they've been banging off screen, but you can't actually say, or you can make somebody very sexual that, in yeah. like tone. Um, that's the other uh, thing about just being, you know, a filthy American like me. It's like, you know, I, I love these old action movies that are all starring adults doing adult things. And then I want action yeah. anime and it's like, Oh, but they're high schoolers. Fuck. Like they can't yeah. do all the no, same no, no. thing. They're not allowed I, to fuck. I, right? I, I have a hard time looking at anime and thinking these are kids, unless they're genuinely written like kids. Right. Well, a lot, a lot of the times they're just adults in a fucking high school body, and it's weird. That's even yeah. weirder for me. But did you know in the first Spider-Man Sam Raimi movie, when Peter Parker's in high school, Tobey Maguire, who played Peter Parker in Spider-Man, how old was he? And when we was still, I think he was thirty. Something was like, like that. Thirty like or twenty-five. 20, he, he was like twenty-eight, thirty, something like that. Not a fucking high schooler. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. look at look at fucking Karate Kid. <laughs> I think he was literally like in his forties. No, he was not in his 40s, but he was older. Yeah. He, he was, other than uh, Pat, I think he was the oldest person on set. 
Uh, Ralph Macchio is in his 60s now. Yeah. But he was in his 20s, and he looks like he's 12. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> I didn't know that. So, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of other examples we can run into about how, you know, people say Japan's weird, but the Western world, honestly, they're right up there with them in a lot of ways. Well, sure. Mm-hmm. Just not in their most popular, not in our most popular mediums, usually. So it's a little more noticeable for Japan to do mm-hmm. it than versus, right? Yeah, I think uh, I think where the split really is too is how you write your characters. Because actually, since we're talking about uh, cyberpunk, at least still tangentially, you know, there was a big like uh, the low. They call it a lolly. It's a lolly. These fucking uncultured nerds. I I, I hate who so pronounced much it that way. People... Who said that? <laughs> the I, fucking I, I... studio. Dylan. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. This that apparently is how half of or this part of Trigger pronounced it, but it may just have been the way that they brought it into English because that's definitely a problem when you when you deal with like Japanese to English because in Japanese you pronounce every syllable give it equal Mm -hmm. weight so it makes sense especially if you have a baseline understanding of English because the rule is if there's a vowel and then a consonant and another vowel. You do the long sound for that vowel. Yep. Uh, I was I was really mad. There was a huge Twitter tirade. Obviously, all, there always is. Doesn't matter what it is, but about fucking um, about Rebecca's character. But she's not a she, and she's not a lolly. It, it was a, a, a lot of people were like, but yeah, but I, I feel like a lot of people when they when they talk about lollies, they they talk about them in like. Oh, oh we that, know that's pornographic. Mean. It's like, oh, we that's, know you know. Exactly. And I mean, to be mean. fair with you, a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. I'm not right. writing that off. But, no, no. It, it, but it is it is more or less a, de- a descriptive word. It, sure. does, it doesn't have to involve sexuality. No, and you're Because right. it was originally but... coined just uh, as another, like, terminology for, like, like, I forget how it went, but it wasn't just little girls either. It was, there was more to it originally. It, it's that's what it boils down to. Supposed to be the to. petite body is what essentially, it is. yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, the problem is, is it gets coined for all of these uh, <sighs> childlike thousand-year-old. Yeah, um, that's that's the biggest issue. Is it's it's a little it creepy, right? Right like, up. Yes. Well, it comes yeah, they, right they up take something. The they take something that could just genuinely be okay, and then they make it creepy. Although right. I will also admit that there's a lot of these like Tumblrite, TikTok kid, Twitter kid analogy, especially with Genshin. Funny enough, where they they hear the word lolly and they immediately jump to like the worst fucking thought that comes can come out of their head. It's mm-hmm. like the fact that you the, the fact that the moment you see a kid, you think, oh boy, I hope no one sexualizes them. That sounds, that's more. This is more about you than it does about it's them. Usually Come projection. Most people that yeah. criticize, you know, that kind of art are usually like pedophiles themselves. Like, yeah. it keeps happening. I've seen, them. I've seen so many collages of like people criticizing anime for their, for the, for the lollies and the little girls and whatnot. And, and then, then you, and usually they're criticizing something that's actually probably wholesome so half and the then time too. There's always another picture in the collage of uh, their like fucking mugshot. Yeah, yeah for grooming saying, kids. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, yeah. Well, it's like, all projection. Oh yeah, there's a ton of it. Like the, you know, the kind of people when they talk, speaking about groomers, you know, the ton of it when uh, you see like some uh, teacher raped her student because you know they don't phrase it that way. The news isn't allowed to call women rapists in this context, but that's a. Uh, but we can. Well, of mm-hmm. course, because they are. Um, exactly. 
but you know you get the group of people that'll talk about how you know and this is almost exclusively uh right telling the saying that the left like the gays are grooming kids or whatever almost exclusively that sort of person will be saying that sort of thing normally and then under this article they'll be like where were these women when i was a kid it's yep. like it's like, you can't have it both ways, you fucking monster. You're, you're sad you didn't get groomed as a child? Wow, dude. Like, and then, But you can't blame the gay people. You can't say they're grooming people. And then also and not wish you were the actual groomers, too. <laughs> like, I, got, yeah. I, I have a confession. I have no room to talk because my first playthrough of P5, I shipped Kawakami. <laughs> well, I, you know, I know I invoke the name Yahtzee a lot. It was the, the maid outfit for me, man. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. No, no, no. And the fact that you were an almost 30-year-old man. At the time, it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, no, I get it. Because that's a, that's a big part of it. And, you know, I invoke the name Yahtzee a lot on the show. But this is a point he made about it. Where it's like, yes, they are high schoolers by virtue of the story. However, these are not high schoolers in the way they act. The way the, you know, the problems they face. It. These aren't high schoolers. Is his point? They just e- e- even if they did act like high schoolers, they're 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 tackling things like death, danger that like it would easily age someone up. They're mature easily. characters with complexity and depth, and you find them. It still would be illegal for the record. Oh, but. it would be illegal. <laughs> but the point is, it's not like you're. A it is a people... much different context than yeah. how it would ever play in the real world. I think is the issue. Right. Right. It's and... like. Based on how that played out, that's Joker seeking a relationship with his teacher, not his teacher was seeking a relationship with Joker. Oh yeah, and, but uh, in the real world, it would probably never ever play out like that. So it's, well, it's no. fantasy. And, well, and that's also part of it too. It's a, you have to be able to distinguish between well, reality and not reality. I mean, you mm-hmm. can't tell me that there's no dude out there who didn't have a hot teacher that totally wished in his puberty-ridden brain. That she would bang the shit out of him. You cannot tell me that it's what puberty does to a motherfucker. <laughs> like... Exactly. So it's like it's it's literally just playing out of fantasy. It's a it's a video game. It's fake. It's not hurting anybody. That's the new episode That's title until I come up with something better. What puberty does to a motherfucker? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Might as well. It only hurts you a little bit, Dylan. <laughs> On the inside. Which I think is ultimately the 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 issue I have with a lot of the like the grandstanding with like this whole topic in general. It's just like, you know what? It might mean that they are creepy motherfuckers. It might even mean they're pedophiles. But I would much rather it be with fake children than real children, man. Come the fuck on. Well, in well, I mean that no, we're trying to keep them from doing that. Well, yeah, that's that yeah. Exactly. Uh, there's a big Sorry. difference between someone who, you know, enjoys the 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 anime like lolly art a lot because they're not real. They're not really people. It's just art, 2D characters versus actual pedophiles. Like, one deserves the rope. The other, the other the I don't other really deserves, give a shit about. Uh, it should be kept at, like, a like a, a decent poles length distance from you and your children. Yeah, so. I don't I don't necessarily <laughs> think the people that enjoy that art are necessarily a threat to real-life kids. I don't think they yeah, like 3D I mean, things yeah, anyway. But... Like, haven't you ever heard the <laughs> phrase 3D PD? 3D pig disgusting? Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. they weren't going to go after real people in the first place, with <laughs> legal or not. Fair enough. They got their 2D, you know, waifus on their computer. <laughs> they have everything they need, and they're happy, and that's okay. They're not, they're not a threat to anyone. <laughs> the other ones, though. <laughs> but they, they can't even run fast enough to be a threat. Let's be real. Ooh. Okay, so we, we uh, I think we beat this horse enough. 
Enough uh, about cyberpunk. You know, <laughs> you know, you know whose horse I do want to beat, though, Dylan. Well, let's hear it. G Force. The, we heard the news. You were the first one to tell me, actually. I, I didn't know well, until yeah, you said something. Well, yeah, it was something. pretty hot today. I saw it today. Um, the, a report of a report, unfortunately. But it did lead back to some original articles about the uh, topic. So I have to... Can you, can you start it, at the top for the, the binge listeners in 2030 that haven't gone far enough yeah. back to know that so they came back? <laughs> okay, so they're back in, I don't know, I want to say like 2010. Sooner. I think sooner i was in i was in high school they the g4 and tech tv they they were two different uh, entities that merged into g4 tech tv or g4 tv for short um but they were essentially entertainment uh but built for horny teenage boys that played video games mm-hmm. uh, the only people who play video games let's be real <laughs> well, oh i mean at least at that's the, the time, yeah that's what the executive side well, a- actually, at the time, they weren't far off. I mean, mm-hmm. demographics-wise, uh, millennials hadn't become adults yet, so they couldn't afford their own video games. Right. Yep. And um, owning and enjoying video games would make you a social outcast amongst some circles. Right. The, so this is this is in the before times, but at the tail end of if you played D and D and were open about it in high school, you were getting the locker treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was the same with Star Wars. It was the same with video games. Those things were all taboo back in the day. And now it's like the norm. You're weird if you don't like those things now, which is weird to me that it yes, did such a yeah, weird flip. I'm willing to I'm willing to roll with it for the most part. And so anyways, about the G4, they died off with the death of cable because mm-hmm. obviously um, also it. In, fair, in complete fairness, they did not align with the current col- cultural norm at the time. We were starting to go with these crazy concepts like allowing gay marriage and all kinds of cra- you know, mm-hmm. crazy things like that. Um, you know, very I new know, ideas. Weird times. <laughs> and this was very much like one of the advertisements uh, I remember very, very bluntly was, uh, and this was for X-Play, the video game review show. It was a uh, man talking to his girlfriend and or wife. And uh, she's like, do these uh, jeans make my butt look good? And he's like, nah, your ass is big. It's not the jeans problem. And uh, it was like, X-Play, honest reviews. Ooh. But that's not an ad that I could think they could play anymore. That's just the kind of place G4 was, right? Yes. So let me all- let me give some of my own yeah. flavor. So they had a couple of shows in their catalog that were the heavy hitters. There was X-Play, the review show. They also it was had the biggest. Probably the biggest. Uh there's probably their second biggest was Attack of the Show, which was more oh, of easy. a like it would be right at home with the YouTube of now, right? It was just a yeah. show where it was like a news show with a bunch of segments, but like it feels more like modern YouTube. Right. Yes. And they had Adam Pereira. Sessler. Pereira. Oh, no. No, you're right. Sorry. Kevin Pereira, Adam Sessler. Right. So Sessler was on X Play. Pereira was on Attack of the Show. Um, Sessler had a co host named Morgan Webb, who was a girl that played video games. What an oddity that was at the time. And then uh, Kevin's co hosts were all different, like lingerie models. Right. Yeah. And this is. (laughs) 
Well, and one of the things we need to point out is they, these were essentially booth babes. And for those who don't know, it's exactly what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. It's women that we scantily clad and had stand around E3 promoting. Well, or they, they were either scantily clad or like dressed up as characters from the game, either or. Yeah. Yeah, which is usually scandalous. I, yeah. I remember on the game, but yeah. <laughs> I went to Comic Con in like 2019. It was like right before COVID hit, right? It was that summer, and I remember I went by this one booth. It was this guy selling a novel that he wrote. It was a fantasy novel, and he had a booth babe, a single booth babe, and she had like her tits out. Like her outfit was like this like grassy druidic looking like discount poison ivy. But like her tits were out, like it was like very so, like, revealing. Poison Ivy, yeah, right? <laughs> and it was so distracting. It was like we bought his book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was gonna say, did you bring your wife with you that time? She was with me. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, so she bought the book. We yeah. <laughs> look at we we, we, we look at this as being like we look at this as being like perverted in some fashion, but women like that shit probably more than men do. Have to fucking. Tell it was a nice well, outfit. A, like yeah, in in fairness, so like, pretty is pretty. Like, I, ultimately yeah yeah no they're they're definitely especially going to college there have definitely been a couple of guys i'm like if i were gay i would be getting your phone number in fact the last <laughs> date i went on was with a guy not gay but i was like you know what if he wants to go out fuck it i'll give it I'll <laughs> if he's in, fuck it i'm just telling him no to coffee later i'll take the free dinner oh my goodness oh no 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 it's pretty much the cultural standard for uh, gay people to go Dutch uh, when it comes to that sort of thing. I was okay with that. I went oh, to fair, eat fair, at a yeah. place I wanted to eat at anyways. No, it wasn't that big of a deal. I want but, to know more. <laughs> oh, no, it, it's just what it was. I went to a bar. We had food, a couple of drinks, and that was it. <laughs> you toasted, said no homo, and went home, right? <laughs> I mean, I think he knows I'm not gay. But nonetheless, it was it was a good time. He I does he does for certain now. <laughs> uh, but no, that was yeah, that was the last date I went on. Yeah. Uh, that There's was, nothing wrong with going to the bar with the homies, right? It's fine. Well, yeah, but like, that was yeah. Was, like you and I have been places just our, the two of us. Like we went and saw like Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, Dylan. But we. Those I don't think anybody would qualify as date. I don't think either. Remember one of us when we were... went shopping if at you... the the local grocery store? It was after I got married. And I had just married all written on my car, and like oh, we shit. hopped yes. out, and everyone started staring at us. I didn't even think about it. I'm like, it says just married on the car, and it's like it's just the two of us in it, and it's like, wait a minute. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> I didn't even think about right. this. <laughs> shit, <laughs> you're right. You're right. Yeah, no, the but that's one of those things too. It's like you're right. You can't, uh, you can't. So I guess we've been on dates too. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to apologize to Dustin. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> oh, if she's in the. She no, I had to stop the stream. She's going to have to listen oh, right. to the recording. Oh, okay, good, good. <laughs> so this will be a surprise. Dodge the bullet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Um, but yeah, no. So, oh yeah, we were talking about G4. But yeah, that was one of the things that they did is they hired a lot of hot women. But these weren't just hot women. They were hot women that apparently knew things about video games. And whether it was just scripted that they knew a little bit about video games. I think it came out later that it wasn't almost entirely scripted, but either way. Well, one of the things that Morgan mentioned is that she had to play like she didn't know as much as she does. Oh yeah, because she she upplayed Adam in some of the earlier episodes. 
Well, Adam, Adam looked like a fucking play... complete fool. Well, yeah, she was. Adam was supposed to play the stupid character. Like he's the uh, boomstick to the wisdom boomstick of death. Battle. Yeah, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't supposed to be an idiot, but the character Adam Sessler. Oh, he was supposed to be a little bit dumber than actual Adam Sessler. Anybody who's unfamiliar with where Adam Sessler is right now, he's uh, a coastal elite. Oh, right, and <laughs> you know if uh, you. People who have a Twitter or whatever social media is in 2030, uh, Twitter too, the, the you'll see these kind of people. Uh, they they tend to lean very heavily left or very heavily right. Uh, they'll say things like, "All fill in the blank are evil and should be purged." And Adam Sessler says things unironically like that all the time. Like in fact, daily. I, I have I have a a good explanation. So um, there is probably a couple million people who will understand the reference now. He's a corpo. <laughs> oh yeah, he has, uh, he, it's he, that he's, simple. <laughs> he's unhinged as shit, all shit too, in a lot yeah. of ways. It's that to simple. a point that it, it's just it's just really hard to read his messages. It's just really hard. To yeah, read. and um, so, I was only following following him because of nostalgia, and then like I was like, you know what, man? He's like, you I, should dox people you politically disagree with. Like what? Adam I, Sessler, I, hold I, on. I, I just Wait like, you know minute. what, Adam. Oh, no, I'll just was... wait until your your mugshots on TV to care about you again. <laughs> yeah, the so Adam Sessler. So we're yeah. I think we kind of given what G four was. G four was yeah. a video game magazine. Uh, back As a channel were, on cable. Yes, uh, back when it was okay to say I uh, you know sex sells and mean it unironically. I, I remember there was a, a an episode of X Play where they covered some really cringy like driving shooter twisted metal ripoff that was like yeah. all about gangsters and gangster rap and they called it G riding like that and they, they kept like saying it to each other and then yeah Adam was like this is uncomfortably black <laughs> it's like <laughs> <laughs> well right because well and you know there's a point even when you're like uh, like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, let's say you were making, let's say you were a Canadian politician and you were making a home movie where you had to wear blackface. There's a point where you're supposed to say, "This is uncomfortable. We shouldn't do that." Rick, our politicians would never do that. What do you? Oh, mean? okay. <laughs> Mr. Canada <laughs> Man over here, like, wait a the, minute. The, 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 the video, you can't see the video footage. But I'm losing my shit laughing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there, there's a point where you know, just. You, you shouldn't do it, and they understood that, and they made fun, but they were allowed to, they were the punks at the time. They were allowed to make fun of people that, you know, corporate video game infrastructure well, that something had to keep stick mind. up their ass. And they only that, got political when they were making fun of that Thompson guy for saying they should ban video games. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, yeah, they, they would make of, fun uh, of yeah. any, they, they would make fun of nothing was sacred for, for G4 at the time, because there's ridiculous you can think of anything ever and people will take it to a ridiculous extreme. I mean, mm-hmm. fuck. Yeah. I think, you know, G4 <laughs> yeah, yeah. was very pivotal, pivotal in setting the political expectations for millennial gamers because like the only politics they ever talked about was that Jack Thompson guy who wanted to take your video games away and he happened to be a Republican, right? I and think so- they hit on Hillary Clinton too because uh, during that t- during mm-hmm. that time frame she was a senator in New York and that was one of her staunch pillars is that video games were 
causing use to be ultra violent. Right. Yeah, I was gonna they, say they spent a lot kind more... of bipartisan. They just yeah tackle different areas. They spent yeah. a lot more time in attacking Thompson though. Like they oh, dedicated yeah. well, a mean, lot more easy. time. Well, he was more vocal and, and more out there, and he didn't have like a fucking ground base. He just was. Mm-hmm. But you weren't fighting the entire Republican Party. Right. But my (laughs) perception of my fellow millennial gamers who were otherwise apolitical, you know, back in those days, uh, they just kind of defaulted left wing. They defaulted Democrat. They're just like, I don't want Mr. Thompson to take my video games away. I don't give a shit about the rest. Uh, But then then Gamergate happened and it like flipped. (laughs) Well, right. And, uh, you know, for those who don't know... um, we like to avoid talking about Gamergate because apparently we're on the wrong side of history. I don't want to get banned on iTunes. <laughs> but let me segue real quick. We have a forum. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what's funny is we never actually got to the point of G4. <laughs> we'll, we'll segue to the forum and come back. We'll segue back in just a minute. So thanks some people. So I set up a forum. The forum is at the website address melomancy.cafe. I, I secured the .cafe version of the site. So melomancy.net will remain the podcast site with all the show notes. Melomancy Cafe is a forum. It runs the Flarum software. I have very lenient rules. They're mostly ripped from our Discord. Basically, I don't want to get the domain yanked away because we get too spicy. But at the same time, there's no such thing as a legal opinion. Just don't be a dick about it, right? Read yep. the rules for yourself if you're interested. But every episode, I'm going to post a thread on this forum where you can discuss the episode and and see relevant links to the show notes or what have you um the website itself has a podcast player where you can just listen to our show while you're contributing to threads if you want to get to know us better or share things you want us to talk about um you know we got all the pretty standard like sub forums like you know video games off topic what have you um that being said uh there isn't very many posts on it right now because i just launched it yesterday right so the floodgates are open. Feel free to sign up and make an account. It's melomancy.cafe. Um, looking forward to meeting some of our listeners uh, on the forum because I know there's quite a few of you that you're not in the Discord. Otherwise, I, there'd be more of you, right? Um, so I'm hoping the forum will be a more neutral place for like the listeners and the people who play video games with us to come together and you know mingle. Um, yeah. And then after this show goes live and the show notes go out and there's a post on the Fetty for it, I'm sure some of my friends from the Fediverse will probably sign up as well. That'd be fun. Because, again, Discord, not very suitable for people who are conscious about their freedom. Right? Um, so, yeah. No such thing as an illegal topic or opinion on my forum. But try not to get my domain yanked away. <laughs> yeah. I mean. That's all I ask. Yeah, Vic and I are moderators there, so you can add us if there's a real problem. If you, but you know, much like calling nine one one during non emergencies, if you at me for fucking nothing, I might mute you just to be a dick. <laughs> right, respect is earned, and no one is required to give it to you. That is one of the site rules. Um, so anyway, uh, feel free to sign up on our forum. And again, this is a value for value production. So if you're listening to a modern podcasting app like Podverse, which is embedded on our website, the forum, um, you can connect a Lightning Wallet, and you can boost to give us like ideas for topics like uh in the future it's obviously i haven't moved yet but the plan is to move from soundcloud to a new host don't know who yet that has like modern podcasting features so that way the live stream will be in your podcast player as well and then we could take boost live during the show that might be more fun um if you're listening to this right now and you want to suggest us talk about something on the next episode, even if you're a couple episodes behind, don't care. Send us a boost. I'll still read it. Uh, 
and we will talk about whatever the hell you sent us. Uh, and we appreciate it. Uh, all you got to do is go to newpodcastapps.com to get such an app and uh, load your wallet with some Satoshis. Price of Bitcoin is really, really down right now, so this is a great time to get some. Um, it, I don't care what they're worth. Just It's just fun money. I don't care. Um, yeah. Melomancy.cafe. Uh, it'll be in the show notes. It's uh, the new Please, form. Please, sir. I need some money for food. <laughs> oh, okay. So <laughs> no, he I'm needs some money. I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh... <laughs> I, I know. We, we appreciate it, though. But you know where yeah. you can't say your opinion? G4 and their website, which... I, do they still have a website? I mean, no. they may. They may not. I don't the actually The domain know. is still there, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, of all the places that broke what has happened uh, as of late at least where I saw saw it, and it's a little flavor text uh, in a certain point of view, is uh, Kotaku. Mm-hmm. But Kotaku, for all they're worth, does actually cover the basics. They just kind of like to color it mm-hmm. in a certain light. Um, they don't so, even do scores on games. They just blog about them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the fucking bloggers over at Kotaku are kind of covering this. And mm-hmm. they... Uh, you know, they're they, mad about it? Got, understandably well, a little bit but actually they're kind of coloring it in an exasperated kind of tone in my opinion where they're like mm-hmm. oh of course it's going like this because the gamers those uh, goddamn gamers Ugh. yeah oh, how dare they not participate in things they do not enjoy mm-hmm. right how well, dare they? also so, I, I would like to point out that um oh. i don't know if g4 has their own forum I know Kotaku has a comment section, but it's heavily moderated. But a lot of the bloggers on Kotaku and related sites and the personalities of G4, a lot of these people are regulars of a website called Reset Era, which is a forum for games and gamers and games journalists. And it's like the next generation of NeoGAF, which went under because it was run by pedophiles. And this new site oops, probably also run by pedophiles, but I don't know that for sure. It just well, kind of looks it, like it. You know, it's <laughs> it's like, like history repeats itself type deals. So. If it in looks fairness, like a duck. Yeah, I was going to say, in fairness, <laughs> yeah. almost everything of massive size is run by pedophiles. So if we get a bunch yeah, of users on Melomancy Cafe and you want to be like a gaming forum of size that rivals Reset Era but doesn't have all those shitty rules, like, I'm down. I'll pay for more cloud hosting to make the site run at scale. Like, I'll pay and for it. We can confirm that it isn't run by pedophiles. I was going to say, yeah, and we're not pedophiles, so, you know. If I get that many users, though, I might need to get donations or something. <laughs> but, well, right, but well, we, look, if when... that's a problem, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Exactly. 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 Yeah. One day, so, I would I, like at to... That, go, ahead, go ahead. At that point, I'm sure people will be more than willing. Right. Well, yeah, we'll talk yeah. about it with everybody then. Maybe we'll even open up a Patreon. <laughs> Actually, I have another plan for Patreon, but instead, I want to finish the G4 story. Yeah, so G4, the, essentially they had a resurgence uh, less than a year ago where they're like, we're going to break back into things. And most people, myself included, were excited until you know we heard some well, certain names were involved. And we also knew that mm-hmm. it wasn't going to be quite the same. It was funny, uh, too. Like, did some wacky things. Did, so. did they ever have a cable show again? Uh, I don't think so. No. I think it was all YouTube. Um Twitch, wasn't it? Twitch. It but was they had the Twitch. they've spent cable money on it. They did. Comcast yes, yes. was Comcast is their daddy, mm-hmm. and that's a, probably a lot of reason with what's going on. So we mentioned G four back when they first started again uh, earlier this year, like because uh, we mentioned uh, the Alinity thing, mm-hmm. uh, where they yeah, had the Alinity uh, show up in a bikini just to be hot on screen. 
uh, in this Vegas, was, called. What? It was I think it's called. Band? I think I think it's called the Austin Show. Is what they had. Yeah, on. I forget what it, which show it was, yeah. but it was on their network, mm-hmm. and um, they had a Twitch streamer who's famous for having tits and skirting, if not outright uh, breaking Twitch terms of service, but being so popular. The rules don't apply to. Oh, wasn't it Amaranth? Yeah, not, not Alinity, uh, it was Amaranth. My bad. Sorry, I'm I was, sorry. Alinity I, I, stands. She didn't do anything wrong. It, <laughs> I don't think time. either of them did anything wrong for the record. But <laughs> I mean, one of them yeeted a cat on the screen. Oh, like, I guess. Uh, she, oh, they, sorry. I meant, I, sorry. During that. Uh, oh, oh, that, yeah, that yeah, segment. yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, and there's no rule that you can't be hot and show off your tits. I don't care. In mm-hmm. fact, they're a nice pair of tits. However, some girls just have boobs and exist, and that's why people hate Xenoblade Chronicles 2, because they Ah. made girls with big tits that just exist, and as though they don't exist in real life. Well, and, you know, funny (laughs) enough, that's the kind of controversy between that and the lollies. Like, either women are too sexy or not sexy enough. You can't Mm -hmm. win. Um, But... Moving on, moving back to G four here. Trying to finish one thing while focusing on one thing alone. That's um, just our. So, that's just our. our, our I know show it's charm. our style. Yeah. it's our style. We, we will never escape, and I don't want to. Um. <laughs> so they had Amaranth on, and this was after uh, we talked also about uh, Frost. I forget Frost's full name. I don't give a shit. She's unimportant, and she's less important now. Frost was one of their like commentators and she made a pretty famous twitter statement uh, or interview statement one or the other same thing really uh where she said people aren't watching because all the racist homophobic etc the the alphabet soup of slurs ick uh hateful people didn't like their non-fuckable host or whatever right she the non-fuckable the word yeah she used the word uh or something it can do like they didn't find the current host fuckable. When has that strategy sure ever worked? Like, we're oh, sure. never has. Oh, but never. It, it's genuinely never. Never. You know how you were talking about the forum where they all hang out? Mm-hmm. It was virtue signaling for that crowd. Right. It, that's all it was. I, it's like I when never understood. Disney comes out with something and they immediately say, "Hey, Black Ariel, you're going to get a lot of uh, racist hate mail in ahead of time." And then they yeah. open up the article saying, "Look at all these racist bigots." For hating Black Ariel, and nobody said anything against Black Ariel yet. They've you just know, already started firing shots. A quick aside about that: I, I, I actually, after we talked about that the other night, the other one of the other episodes we did, I thought about it. The real, the real issue isn't that they, you know, made Ariel black. It's that they did it fully knowing that there was going to be backlash. Oh yeah, no. The only black backlash they, it, I, they only like, did it to be controversial. They only did mm-hmm. it to be dicks. Yes, poor. No other reason. You know, the funny is that not racist. Oh, it is, it but, is. you know, Fuck and you, uh, the unfortunate Uncle Toms that take these roles are, yeah, yeah I fucking said it. <laughs> I mean, uh, they, I was, was going to def- say, like, the only people that don't like it that yeah. I can find are black people. <laughs> right. And the ones who take the roles know what they're doing. They are purposely lining their pockets to oh. lessen the role of other black people. And I bet you she's still being paid less. I mean, probably, but... And, you know, no, that's not even a dig. I'm not even saying that it'd be an ass. I, I bet you Disney is genuinely paying her less than her male co-stars in the show. Because they're super Well, yeah, oh, yeah, because she's a woman, actually. And, 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 and I mean, we look at uh, the Ghostbusters movie. The, oh, the yeah. male side character got paid more than... Not not collectively than the women, but all the, the female stars got paid mm-hmm. less. 
The Disney execs wanted to make sure that in her contract, she was only getting three fourths of a woman's budget. Yeah, I didn't like that movie at all. I thought it was horrible. But at the same time, it's like, man, these are your fucking scapegoats. At least pay them. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jesus I mean, Christ. Disney will stop at nothing to not create an original black story. Of course not. Why not? I mean, I actually, why don't they much. just do fucking Princess and the Frog? At least that story makes sense as yeah. is. Like, I'm not saying you can't make it make sense with black characters outside, but I can almost guarantee they're going to find some way to actually something that it hits make on, it oh. ununcomfortably black. It's, it's um, a little bit closer to home too. Why don't we get a modern Pocahontas? Ooh. Oh yeah, It'd be well because uh, right now the that whole First Nations graves that, thing is still oh, fresh. That would be uh, that would be perfect, topical, and they can make it political without changing anything. I thought it could be the right Disney up their version, alley. Everyone would love it. I thought the Disney version of Pocahontas was like super like whitewashed and positive. It was super whitewashed and positive. Super whitewashed, but not. I would say super positive. It was it more positive than it should have been, but. Right, because I think in the actual I mean, so, so telling the of the story, I think it, both John Smith and Pocahontas are killed in the actual mm. telling. Mm. How because like and they live in the movie, right? Well, I mean, in the 1700s, it's very different, or 1600s, or whenever they they were there, uh, it was very difficult to survive a bullet wound because we didn't have antiseptics or antibiotics. <laughs> so, so you pretty much just hoped and prayed your body did it for you. Yeah, hmm. um, but also they it's cleaned it up and just prayed. Not necessarily true. Either of them existed. Even that's um, the big thing. Yeah. So, but so yeah. my, my point is that Disney doesn't want to pay for like like genuine oh, God, representation. No. They just want to like go the cheap route. Oh no! Well, no. right. They, and they, they, creates... they want to get their, their fake their fake little hey look we're really cool bucks. I don't know yeah. woke bucks whatever the fuck you want to call woke them. bucks and also it generates it generates its own news. Just by saying, mm-hmm. "Hey, well, that, all that's the racists the are going to hate it. this," and then pro- they don't have to do any marketing after that. Yeah, it, it markets itself. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's 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 where I I think the racist angle comes in. It's like they didn't hire Halle Berry. I think is who they hired for it. They didn't hire her because she was going to be a good actor for it. They literally hired her because she's black. Yeah. Um. So and they knew she was to that actor, and it's a disservice to the people that they're trying to represent when they don't. She- I'm not familiar with her work offhand, but she could be like the best actor on the planet. It ain't gonna matter because no one's gonna give her a fucking chance. Mm-hmm. Um, well, a handful of people will, but you know what I mean. Like very few people will. Yeah, and yeah. So and the crowd that they're trying to please are still gonna find it offensive because it's not genuine representation. It's just hand me downs. It is. Yeah. Um, the only people that are gonna like it are the people that are gullible enough to take the people that watch New G Four. Like yes, yeah, and, yeah, and so and we saw how that went. Well, right. So, yeah, Frost, uh, not Frask officially unfuckable. And, uh, Frost the unfuckable. Not, it sounds like an orc name, like Frost the, the unfuckable. Record, she's not that bad looking. No, she's not. I didn't uh, understand that argument. She does seem to go out of her way to make herself look, while look, being all makeup up, look less attractive. Yeah, I don't. I She goes out of yeah. her way to, like, hold herself in a less attractive manner. I don't get it. But regardless. The makeup may, may not just be her strong suit. It I mean, may, it may not right? be, but uh, well, I mean, she got she earned her chops shout casting or color commentating, as they put it on the yeah. Kotaku article. But it's shout casting. You can't have it. it, yeah, it you can't have your cake and fucking eat it, too. It, it, is, it is literally just a, a new word. I know, it. but I I don't like how they're 
Kotaku of all places, who one of the one of the sites that made shoutcasting a legitimate I don't want to say job, but yeah, kinda. Like and in the name, they also are now calling it color commentating because it sounds more professional. I know exactly what they're doing. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, Frost got cut her teeth doing that. Uh, for uh, League of Legends tournaments, and now she got her ho uh, hosting job on G4. She has a lot of political outtake or outrage bait on her Twitter. And about ten days ago, G4 announced. So on the 14th of September in our the year of our Lord 2022, um, the G4 Tech TV or G4 TV, they're just G4 mm -hmm. TV now, announced that. Uh, they will be laying off basically everybody, <laughs> and uh, they and Frosk, in her infinite wisdom, decided to jump on Twitter and be like, "I survived," and put a made a meme out, a very low quality meme out of "I survived." That's so tone deaf. Oh my god. Yeah, and so basically, I don't even get offended by shit, and that offends me. What the fuck? You, <laughs> well, she's fuck basically, on, you know doing the double middle fingers up to all her fired co-workers. Mm -hmm. Did she tell uh, them to learn to code? I don't fucking know what she said. Like, I, I don't Might know, as well. <laughs> so, and then yesterday, yesterday I think is when it, oh, the fuck. news broke, but today is when it became official. Frosk has been let go from G4. <laughs> um, some of the other uh, groups, or some of the other famous That's people... Karma. There are being let go. Adam Sussler hasn't been officially announced as let go. However, if the leak that announced that Frost was going to be let go the day before she was let go uh, is anything, Adam Sessler is next on the chopping block because Big Daddy Comcast doesn't like having fucking politics sprayed all over their brand. Mm -hmm. No big company likes that. Like leave leave the political shit to its like to its block, man. It's like. Mm -hmm. Well, it, it, can you imagine if like like let, let's let, let's do a quick little like thought experiment here. Let, let's say we took like the news segment that's talking about the whatever the next like election shit that's coming up, and in the middle of it, they started talking about video games just randomly. Well, we'd, that... we'd be pissed off. We're like, "What the fuck is this? Like, no, get that the sh get that out of here. I want to I want the politics, right. please." And, and it's, it should be the exact same way anywhere else you put politics. Well, one of the problems with this, unfortunately, is that we have yet to really decide whether or not you're allowed to have your own opinions outside of the outside of work uh, as a collective species, especially in the U.S. We don't we haven't decided one way or the other whether or not we're allowed to. Um, because I, I, like some, I can see it both ways. Sometimes honestly. it benefits the corp, but if it doesn't benefit the corporation, it's typically forbidden. Right. And like, you know, the military is very clear cut about it. They don't care if you want to protest or any of that, as long as it doesn't interfere with your duties. Like it's very much in our code of conduct for the military. It cannot interfere with your duties. It cannot be things that are politically unaligned with the U S of communism, um, uh, or anything like that. And you can't do it while wearing your fucking uniform. You can't be a rebel and work for the U.S. military. I feel like that's a pretty that's a pretty good well, right. stance to hold. But right? a lot of companies also have that same. Like I've I've been in a couple of corporate environments in my life, and almost always there's a code of conduct section inside of the employee handbook that most people ignore, that says something akin to, "You can't be representing our company and be stirring shit at the same time." 
And in a lot of cases, people don't understand that even when you're off the clock, you still represent your company, especially if you put it in your fucking Twitter hashtag bio. Yeah, it, it is entirely <laughs> different if they dig and look for your employer. That's fucking scummy. me. But if you literally put it in your Twitter bio, then you have literally signed those rights away, unfortunately. Well, right. As as soon as you're wearing their logo on your on your social media, then the kid gloves have to come off because you are representing that company. It's the same reason why uh, back in, I don't know, 2018 or whatever, uh, uh, ArenaNet fired their lead writer for yep. some really fucking terrible hot takes. Because uh, those are very base to them to do that. Sting. It, right. it really stings to this day that she, for those who don't know, her, the, the, the Cliff Notes version of her, of her statement was basically that the fan base was in abhorrently wrong, didn't know what they liked, and that the idea of writing an MMO protagonist meant that they had to write some bland, boring piece of shit protagonist or else no one was going to enjoy them because they couldn't properly imprint upon them. Yeah, it was her basic it, statement. Yeah, and she it, there was more worry, to it than that, but that's the a lot things. of uh, she sprinkled in a lot of uh, uh, oh, a lot of the, they the especially hate. after she was fired too. She sprinkled in an awful lot of they're only doing this because I'm a woman. Yeah, um, so, I yeah, I, I mean, you know what? If that was an exclusively woman opinion, I'd agree, but it isn't. No, There's a lot and... of people that think that. There's a lot of people that think that, and uh -huh. they're all wrong. I can tell you unequivocally, it's a wrong, it's not even an opinion. It's a statement of fact. I hate, I hate like boiling that down to, oh, it's my opinion. No, 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 no. You stated that as if it was the wrong thing to do and that it was incorrect. That's a statement of fact, not an opinion, you bitch. Yeah. But Writers at AAA the... companies with brain dead takes like that are the reason we have so many silent fucking protagonists. I hate it. Yeah. yeah and well, and one of the things too is like, uh, I forget who said this but they were fucking right they were like they essentially said that one of the problems with uh, the u.s right now specifically the u.s is we seem to have this belief that my uninformed opinion has the same weight as you industry expert you person who got a doctorate in this field you who is the leading expert on psychology medicine whatever i, I think there is something to be stated about like the piece of paper isn't always right but sure also, but my opinion is, does not definitely... outweigh their years of experience. Exactly. <laughs> and I get where she's coming from, but you can't say, like, this is what everybody thinks. And then, like, you can't say that, no matter what. Like, you can't be in a, you can't be in a, like, a position of power where you're doing something that affects a large swath of people. Like, Guild Wars 2 is a big game. Like millions of people are affected by story content in some, even in small ways. You yeah, can't I mean, be was... saying all the people believe this one thing because it's just arbitrarily not true. It's one of the reasons why I actually quit doing the story for Guild Wars 2 is because I was starting to get so annoyed at how our character went from being literally the protagonist of a story. Because for those who don't know, Guild Wars 2 attempted to be both, or tried to be more of an RPG than an MMO originally. That was kind of like its its attempt to like put its mark on the map. Is they wanted to be RPG MMO second, and I think they did it pretty good originally. Even if the story oh. was okay, it wasn't like the greatest thing on the planet, but it, it wasn't bad. And season one was pretty good, but um, but the the big thing was that like you, you were an actual character in, in the story. I mean, you were the same character depending on like no matter what you picked, realistically, yeah, you which voices. is a bit weird. But you were you were you were a character. You had your own voice. You weren't voiceless. It was cool. 
it was interesting. And then eventually you just slowly shift into being this blank slate, nobody of a fucking character. And it's just like, I didn't pick up on it in the time because when it was slow and gradual, you just usually don't. But eventually you got to a point where I was just bored didn't give a shit anymore i mean there's also other things too like i won't spoil but like there's some bits of the story that were just felt really like weird like they've been propped up and then they were over in like two seconds with like no real like like uh payoff but yeah. we'd be here all night if i were to like talk about my it, the things i loved and hated about Gilwars 2 story but it's okay we'll we'll talk about Gilwars 2 on the show in the future because i did reinstall actually it. And I, mm-hmm. I will I will state this. I probably am actually going to start streaming it soon. So it'll be okay. a much more topical thing. You should uh, you should catch up the story. On yeah, stream. I might. Uh, I haven't decided what we're going to do yet, but I'm, I think every Monday I might start playing MMOs. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, the end result is G4 is collapsing because Daddy Comcast is unhappy with the way things are going. And Daddy Comcast gets what Daddy Comcast wants. Uh, I, I think I've said that enough times now that it's less weird. Yeah. No. You're good. Uh, okay. Before we um, switch topics, I want to bring up I mean, something hey, actually. Oh yeah. If you don't mind, we're we already Wait. solidified Rick's not gay, so it's fine. No, 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 not about that. So <laughs> no, 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 no. I was talking about the daddy thing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Fuck. Goodness. No. So uh, when we were talking about Cyberpunk earlier, and then we segued to talking about this, and I mentioned Reset Era and Neo Gaff and how they're run by pedophiles. Uh, a thought just crossed my mind. Uh, I I, I want to clarify something because I don't think I got my point across very clearly. I don't want to piss anyone off. I just want to be very clear that um, anime enjoyers be them normal people or self-identified lollicons, right? They are some of the most vocal and passionate, like, anti-pedophile people I have ever seen, right? So even though some of them may enjoy, you know, art of small people, whatever, right? The... They, they are not aligned with actual pedophiles. And I think most of them are completely harmless. I just want to make that so, point clear. Cause like, if we're, I guess, yeah, while, while we're on record clearing, I, I wanted to mention when I, when I said earlier about like the, uh, I'd rather uh, people be into drawn kids rather than real kids. Um, that was also not like some weird mental gymnastics to try and point that out either. That's just a They're statement not real. I always had. They're because just pictures. It, it, to, to me, it's one of those moments where like, it doesn't matter like the opinion out, like out, the outward opinion when there's a very clear cut moral moral thing you can kind of point to it doesn't really matter if you consider these people pedophiles or not because they ain't hurting anybody <laughs> and i'm pretty sure if we said all that stuff we just said just now on reset era they would ban us so join oh, yeah. uh, cafe today uh, fuck, <laughs> i bet you i bet you if you got reported enough times for it on twitter you'd ban flat so. I, we have an anime section in our forum tell me who your waifu is yep anyway we should move on to happier topics. Let's talk about Planetside. Yeah. Well, I mean, are we qualified to talk about Planetside anymore? I haven't played in ages. God, neither have I. We... No, you know what? I, I want. I'll actually. I think. I think that's a pretty good place to start. I think we are still very qualified because I, I forget how many hours Rick has. I know Dylan. You probably only have like. In oh, the that's a good point. Hours. Yeah. But I, I have like, I have close to three k hours in that game. Symbolite has probably close to five or six k hours. That's, I'm, that's I'm a good point. I've got a shit ton of. Ew. And, and it's not like the game has fundamentally changed since we last played it, and it's only been a couple months to a year, maybe at most. Yeah. Um, I, I'd say that we are more than qualified, considering some of the issues we had when we last played are still existent. Fair enough. So yeah. okay. So what exi- So are we going to talk about? Uh, 
the hokey pokey that's happened recently? Yeah, I think that's probably a good thing to bring up. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I'll I'll lay it out there. So the lead developer, Rel, he uh, wanted to make some changes to a tangential playstyle, the uh, construction playstyle. It doesn't have any real effect on the main game. That's something to keep in mind when we talk about construction. It, the main game is go from base to base on a big map and make the uh, people that are wrong color from you die and take it from mm -hmm. them. Color line, get big. Yeah. Um, and that's essentially it. They're, I, I've summed up Planetside in a nutshell. Yeah. A after that, then we can get into semantics like how do you support your team doing that? Because it is a team-based game, and at the end of the day, you're trying to make your team succeed where and make all the other teams fail. Um, and there's a gameplay style that is uh, built, base building, essentially. It doesn't typically affect the main stuff in the game because it's, it's just the way it goes uh, at this point. Uh, it used to be a lot more effective towards the main game, but it keeps getting neutered time and time again for oftentimes very good reasons. Cause as soon as somebody figures out that you can really do something like successful with construction, it tends to be just abused by the community by and large. Um, right now they're do they're doing um, outfit wars, which is the most competitive thing you can do with planet. Side. We covered that uh, in previous episodes by you. Right. In fact, um, and this one's wildly different than the previous ones. Um, the I would say the very loud voices that blamed their loss on construction instead of blaming it on them just not being as good at the game. They're good at one aspect of the game. They were, they absolutely would beat our ass in a gunfight. Sure, whatever. But if Planet Side was about gunfights alone, then it would not be a game I play. I'm still mad about that. Fucking uh, yeah. two RAF wins outfit wars the first time, right? That's a huge yeah. accomplishment. What what does Rel do immediately after it's over? He goes on Shockter's stream and talks to him, the sorest of losers. All they could do was shoot good. They didn't understand everything else that's required to win. Yeah, I, and that, that's something I, I think. That this is a bit of a more meta thing to actually talk about here, considering I, I have a little... Well, it's old and outdated at this point, but I had been in some of the pro circles for, for Halo 3 back in the day. I, I played with a lot of teams. We did skirmishes, and or scrims as they're called now. Um, while I never did actually go pro or anything like that, for the record, I, I had been in these circles anyways. So I saw how this shit operated. Uh, I've also gone to tournaments for League of Legends and stuff like that, just just kind of like to get my my uh, my resume out there, I guess. For this, what I'm about to say is there's a clear difference between shooter fans, shooter pros, sorry, and like League of Legends or some other game like World of Warcraft arenas or some shit, right? It, I feel like it's really weird too, because like at League of Legends, if something weird or bad is happening, but it's something that everyone has access to. Instead of bitching and moaning and asking the devs to get rid of it, they just learn how to use it themselves. Usually, right. within well, reason. Obviously, if something's too fucked, they, they'll try to get rid of it. But then you look at like CS:GO. The moment there's something that both teams can utilize, but one team uses it to get a win, they get disqualified, and the, the devs remove it from the game. Well, I mean, and, and, and it feels, are, like it's pretty yeah. constant with shooters, though, is that instead of looking at whether or not something can be used by on both sides or whether it's just straight up as a one-sided advantage, 
they just bitch and moan, bitch and moan, bitch and moan. And that's that's like the only thing they know how to do. That's actually the, and I, the one reason. It never used to bother me uh, when I was a kid, but as I grew up, I started realizing, like, wow, holy fuck. Everyone I knew was a bunch of bitches. Jesus Christ. I know. Every time I would go over to Sarge's house, like, when we were young, uh, his older brother had internet, which was, you know, cool. Uh, and we would play, like, Call of Duty 4, uh, Modern Warfare. And I remember... I would uh, use the grenade, grenade launcher. launcher on purpose just to make yeah. you mad. YouTube. Yep. And it's like, it's I part of the it. game. You can't kick and, me. <laughs> and everyone had access to it. Mm-hmm. Right. If and, it was really that overpowered, just fucking put it on your gun. It wasn't really that overpowered. Well, you right. Really, yeah. It, it, you get it, two shots and that's it. And in fairness, like, yeah, you're going to kill somebody when you hit it. But at the end of the day, like, there, I don't think there was any competitive Call of Duty that wasn't like, privately sanctioned kind of thing mm. uh not until later halo halo definitely dominated that scene for the longest time right up until like the end of reach i think yeah well yeah. i still i still think of halo uh halo has more in common with arena shooters that are fair and balanced than it has with modern shooters like call of duty yeah right and anytime you can build your own class and bring it to the battle it's not as balanced never it, it can't no, it'll, it'll never be yeah, yeah, it's physically impossible. So if you like the adrenaline rush and and fair and balanced gameplay of Halo, then you know there's a a a, play Proteus. a blossoming new genre of games that you should play called boomer shooters. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it it, it kind of breaks it down though. Is like, and I think that's ultimately where a lot of the, these complaints come from with Planet Side Two is these players that have like ten thousand hours, and the only thing they've ever really did is shoot people in the head really good. They are not willing to learn these other avenues that are very much open to them. They're like, open. construction is very open to them. Everyone right, can do construction it. Construction isn't, like, overpowered by and large. Like, it never was. So the the issue that Shocker had, uh, but, and, you know, if for whatever reason any of his little dipshits are listening to this and want to report it to him, go ahead. Fuck you, Shocker. I mean, if, you, if, you, <laughs> if, you, if anyone wants to report anything to Shocker, just know that... Um, the fact that I have him on my kill board and he's and I'm not on his is uh, pretty telling. Uh-huh. So. <clears throat> well, I mean, yeah, it. But you can only shoot people so good, and Turaf realized that ahead of time. He, he might have a lot of good players, but he himself is not that good. So yeah, one thing I like about podcasting is like the the gamification of of like viewership and subscription metrics is pretty toxic. So like, I'm sure if we were a YouTube show, like YouTubers are not podcasters, by the way, even if they have a podcast they're just a content creator exclusive to youtube they just have a weird format that looks like a podcast but like you know if we were on youtube and shocker could be like compare his his viewership to ours and be like oh these guys are nobodies oh but like no he can't because we're a podcast I mean, he's a nobody too he, he's a fucking pro player in a game that doesn't have a pro circuit yeah he's no, he's full some numbers relatively but he's but, not a big I, guy. I think i think our he's... podcast pulls more numbers i think he probably does but well, realistically, he's a medium-sized fish in a tiny pond. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So it, I'm not really concerned. My biggest issue about that whole thing was that Rel very clearly listened to what Shocker had to say. And that was upsetting because now over, like, Overwatch, sorry. We shorten it to OW, and so my brain says Overwatch sometimes. Um, but Outfit Wars, this time around, is a 1v1 uh, team versus team. Uh, instead of team versus team versus team, which represented Planet Side, now it mm. just represents a team shooter. And they took away any construction aspect, which, in fairness, they already neutered construction, so it would have been 
mildly effective to begin with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that that was one of those things that uh, I'm on the fence on how much I like that because like it's like guild versus guild in Guild Wars one, right? Like, it, how do you measure one outfit to one other outfit? Why do you have to have a third? Because like that's the game, right? Like it's it's combined that was, arms. Yeah, that was the games. game. But like comparing one guild to another guild without talking about a third one like how do you make that comparison it's kind of hard so like i on the fence on if i like what they did or not yeah and realistically i'm okay with it existing i just feel like they shouldn't have called it outfit wars i feel like they should have given it its own name and had it be separate but that that's a personal gripe that doesn't that's neither here nor there now so what so this hokey pokey business that i mentioned why we went on this tangent about Outfit Wars is we wanted to express that the developer Rel is a wishy-washy human being that mm. lets outside influences determine his game design philosophy. He's a weird one. It's it, I, The way I like to explain Rel is that he was the only guy that could take up the mantle, and if he didn't, we probably wouldn't have a plan side too. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, so no. I respect him, but... I also don't think that he was nearly experienced enough to take up the mantle of a game director. I at this point, I think it, Planet Side Two. There was somebody who was willing to take over the reins with a unified vision, and the cojones to be able to tell other people on the team with ideas that are bad. No, because that was also a big deal. Uh, yeah, uh, with it, a lot of the team was not told no when they should have been told no, and that's why we have a lot of half in- mm-hmm. implemented features like. I don't know, underwater combat that has no purpose. I think there's it, like uh, an underwater base now or something. Yeah, who like the that. fuck cares? But it's it, like, it has yeah. no, it, it has equal billing of purpose as it did before. They just forced it to have a small function. But yeah. yeah, it's it's an irrelevant aspect of the game that's there for some reason. Um, you know, base, construction in a lot of ways is the same problem. It's fundamentally irrelevant and that's why it's kind of weird that rel came around to be like and let's make it worse yeah, um, he, wanted, he wanted to like nerf that shit across the board yeah he, right so the pts so, had patch notes that suggested some sweeping changes to construction that were pretty bad right so construction because it's so out of the way of the main game typically has a few self-defense measures that are built into it uh, like automatic with, turrets right right there, so how construction works is you have the main module, the base module, the... the silo? Uh, yeah, the accordion silo. Accordion being the resource. It's your methane. It's your everything. Um, and there are nodes around the map. You take a vehicle, a near-defenseless vehicle, and you fill it up. Um, a, yeah, and so you do that. And part of the problem with build, construction is it ends up being a solo event pretty much all the time, unless you're just severely coordinated. Mm. Because you want your base... Well, imagine playing an RTS. If you were building a base in StarCraft, and then you had just random people able to drop in and be like, let me put a turret mm-hmm. here. No, we've had that experience, because in Age of Empires 2 HD edition, if I don't know if Definitive Edition has this too, but if two players are the same color, they control the same team. Right. And it's and, really annoying. <laughs> it, it, while it's really annoying, you know, at least then you can coordinate with the person. But like mm-hmm. planet side, you don't necessarily get to coordinate with randoms that come up. And so base building ends up being a pretty solo affair across the board. With it's 
there are exceptions to that. And since it's such a solo activity, it's a very heavy resource sink. Like, there are certifications that's the essentially the non-paid currency in the game. You mm -hmm. get certs by just playing the game. Existing in the game, even. And, yeah, it's not a... It, I don't hate construction. Like, that's a, it makes a lot of sense. But, again, it's a tangential extra thing. Mm -hmm. uh, it's kind of the in-game cert sync that you, after you've bought all the guns, you want to do it. Um, so, it, it is weird that Rel was like, hey, let's nerf this into the ground. So, they wanted to take away all the automation features, all the self-defense that didn't require a man. Because, apparently, yep. some people were bitching that... Um, I don't know. It was unfair that there was no skill, like unskilled ways for you to die, but that's not like you have to essentially purposely die to these automated oh, systems. And, and that's what me and Symbolite were talking about is that like we would do, the two of us would go take out a platoon size, size base. Mm -hmm. Like three silos stacked next to each other didn't matter. We would take the base out ourselves. Just the two of us. It only deterred the unmotivated. And, and that's what I'm getting at, is these skilled players genuinely weren't willing to put the foot forward to just learn. It's like, I could have done it solo. I didn't. I don't need Symbolite, but Symbolite's just as good as I am, so why the fuck not? Right? Well, not like, only that, but like, I think the problem is, uh, with the specifically the AI-controlled equipment that they have, is that these are things that they can't... These are problems they can't headshot away. Exactly. Like, when they run into the builder, yeah, they fucking smoke the guy. It's a rarity if he kills them, but that's not the case. But they also yeah. don't have the brain power to sit behind a wall where the thing can't fucking shoot them, or whatever. For like, whatever are... reason, I mean, according to what their complaint is, I mean, well, I'm sure there... plenty of them are smart enough. Yeah, but... and there are other aspects to it that people complain about. Like, there's a thing called flail. It's a piece of artillery. It's a stationary piece of artillery that has a big old folks smoke flare where it aims. Uh huh. And people are whining that uh, there are players who are going on, like, 100 kill sprees with it. Yeah, if you don't kill the guy with the spotter, he's going to kill people. But also, there's a bunch of smoke. It marks your mini-map. You know, one of the things that I hear really is high-skill players constantly say is, watch your mini-map. Well, fucking watch your mini-map, you goddamn scrub. It's, yeah, like, it's almost like MMO players getting mad that there's, like, a red circle on the boss room floor. And it's like, I keep dying when I stand in it. Oh yeah, it, yes. yes. This is essentially the <laughs> yes. same complaints as your DP, like for all you healers in the crowd, for your DPS to bitch that they died to a boss while standing in the red circle. Like, no, your like your job is to not stand in the red circle and press the one through five keys on your keyboard while I heal the tank, who's making sure you don't die to the boss stabbing you. And one of Planet Side Two's <laughs> biggest things is is pushing. Right. If if you pushed into the base, that flail no longer becomes a problem. Well, right, it has a dead zone. And, well, exactly. they complain about, and I don't understand the complaint either. It's like, as though there's no way around these bridge fights. Because where, where the flail really shines is where you get these yeah. gridlock, ground war gridlocks. But, like, I don't know. If you really hated that flail so much, bring a small squad and an aircraft, fly over the base, drop that small squad off, and they will kill it before whatever automated defenses there can kill them. Uh -huh. Yeah, like I said, uh, I mean, you can't do it anymore, which we'll get into. Um, we're kind of building up to this point, but 
like all you would need to do is like one or two dudes infiltrated with cordium bombs and explosive bolts on their crossbow, which is like thirteen. No, it's like twelve hundred. It does certs. Which, by the way, by the time that you actually care enough to bitch and moan about this, you probably got that in uh-huh. reserve. I was going to say, so, in fairness, it does require a little bit of time investment for the accordion bomb because that requires you to join an outfit, yeah. stay with them long enough mm-hmm. that you get uh, the re- the out- the loyalty merit, whatever uh, rewards that you can unlock the accordion bombs. But even still, you I could do it with just the crossbow. Yeah, you just, accordion bombs icing on the cake. You just drop in, make sure you're not in line of sight, or if you if you can't be at a line of sight, you line of sight to kill the AI module, and then the sky shield, and then if you got an orbital on hand, you just wipe the base off the, off the fucking planet in, in, right. a, in a second, if or that, you destroy the AI modules, and then they can't use the, the base can't say, do all you anything have to anymore. Do is destroy the AI module, but so you also brought up another good point. One of these problems that they have is all these essentially systems that you can't defend against easily and in fairness i can give them some credit like if you found yourself in between a rock and a hard place between an you know an anti-infantry turret and a pain spire yeah you might just have to suck up the death but deaths don't matter in planet side yeah, uh-huh. genuinely the fact that there's so many people that worry about their kd in that game blows my mind they don't exist anymore but there was there used to be old like old, years and years ago there used to be outfits that wouldn't even let you in unless you had something in the range of like a fifty KD. I mean, Ridiculous. there are a few. I'm, I might yeah, be exaggerating they're... that a little bit, but like that, even a four or five KD is just insane. You're gonna find like in the tens of people that have that. You're gonna right. have the world's smallest outfit. Oh, I mean, well, that's why we called them elite fits or elite fits. Yeah. The uh, but. And yeah, most I mean, of the time, they artificially place... have that kind of KD. Right. So. Well, yeah, I can. Stop yeah, it. absolutely. <laughs> Oh, yeah. no. Well, there are plenty of other high reward, low risk play styles like that orbital strike you mentioned, or they're uh, flying bastions, or uh, you can sit on a hillside with a tank mm-hmm. and just pepper infantry half or a mile away. Maybe the Damio is Lifeo, right? Well, not anymore. Not uh, anymore. I mean, they nerfed the shit out of it. Yeah, uh, sniping, it's slow, but it's a great way to get your KD. Oh, really but high. also, mm-hmm. or, or close range uh, bolting, because. For some reason, all the all these close range snipers need uh, short scopes for whatever. Or I'm still all these a, bolt action snipers need close range scopes. I'm still a really big fan of the semi auto rifles, like the Warden and the and the Dragoon. Oh yeah, but they're the point at the end of the day is it doesn't matter what you're doing in planet side. The bases change colors no matter what. Like they're gonna change colors again. Every you know, they're everything is irrelevant. It is a video game. Yeah. And I mean, it's not a video game where your KD directly no. relates to whether or not you get into outfit wars or you get into their million-dollar tournament that doesn't exist. It, going pro in in there's no such thing as going pro in Planet Side. No, there isn't. And mm-hmm. you can be as good as you want at Planet Side, and that's okay. But yeah. at the end of the day, they're they're reducing gameplay uh, as what it stands and where i say rel did this hokey pokey so he announced all these changes they put it in the p well they didn't even announce it they just put it in the pts and then announced and, it and then asked for opinions on it yeah. right and uh it didn't go over very well because the building community is fairly small but they're very vocal because they have to be a lot of well actually it, it's funny too on that note because when he first did it i didn't even fully know what the changes were 
Well, right. I just hit him with this three-part no- novel of a post on Twitter where I was just like, listen, man, you got to stop. Your game has casual players, and they need a place to play too. Sure, they should not be, you know, they should not be able to, to stand toe-to-toe with a skilled player, maybe, obviously. But they should have other avenues of helping a fight that isn't directly, you know, being a fucking fodder on the front line. That's boring, and everyone's going to quit. Yeah, and that's then not when everyone's favorite casual player quits, they're going to dip too. Right. Uh, one of like the reasons the, why I have a hard time playing is because I like playing games with GTA. GTA doesn't like Planetside 2. So it's hard for me to play a game play a game when, when I want to play games with him if he doesn't want to play it. So it's like his, his complaints are a little more nuanced, I will admit. But the fact of the matter is they nerf things that have counters, like smoke bolts. You can just get a scope that looks through smoke. Yeah, it, and love that, it's actually. That a, I'll do it on it, purpose. It, it, like I'll throw if, if, if it was that big of an issue, that exists. But skilled players, they don't want to change what they're doing. They got mm-hmm. good doing one thing. They can't be fucked to buy that 30, 10 cert scope that would take them two seconds to farm because they farm that hard. Right? It's right. like and, and and that's my issue is that like if there's counters for something, you shouldn't be nerfing it. Right. And that's that was part of the the draw about planet side, is that there are Sometimes there are hard counters to what you do, and coming out on top despite having to put up with that hard counter feels really good. Oh yeah, it feels amazing. Like someone pulls a bunch of maxes, and you got an archer, and you just start popping like these things that are, you know, that are normally going to just like walk over your your lines. They're just going to obliterate everything you've mm-hmm. got, but you're just fucking deleting them, yeah. and that feels wicked. Yeah, and it consequently, doesn't feel very good for the people who pulled maxes, right? But still, conversely, they walk into your counter. Those new bases yeah. on Osher, the underground ones, like, but yep. you're a max for the NSO with the grenade printer, and they're coming yep. downstairs, and it's like you get 50 kills in one life, and you just don't die. That feels awesome. Like, right? And you know, <laughs> funny enough, it's I don't know, like it is such a minor thing to bitch about, like the construction like bitch about the construction stuff to the point where they made changes to it that's one of the things i have to i don't understand where the and this is something that i you know i too have pointed out in other discussions is like it's not that they want to make changes to the construction system because I actually agree with the idea that there need to be some changes to it. Um, oh, yeah, same. Fact, one of the changes that stuck, which is making uh, the uh, spawner in the base immune to small arms damage was an amazing decision because that has definitely been a problem where it's just like somebody snuck in, they kill your spawn, and now you just have to walk to your base. I mean, it already took you 25 fucking seconds to spawn at it to begin with, so... <laughs> right, it... Don't get me wrong, you can still do it. In fact, it will still happen plenty. But, you know, that. They'll have to bring, like, C4. Removing and the it'll be a light bomb. assault with a Cordium bomb or something. Yeah, it, it'll have to be somebody who can't hide but, in your base. Exactly. I, that's the, uh, one of the other changes they made that I really like. And, and we were just talking about this. Um, they made it so infiltrators can't bring Cordium bombs anymore. Mm-hmm. Which is, well, and for wait, the record, this clarify. is what me and Simulate would do. <laughs> we should clarify. So they made all these awful changes. They went on a PTS. We yeah, bitched sorry. about it. They they pulled back those changes and said we're not doing that. But oh no, yeah, we're gonna remove Cordium Bomb from Infiltrators. So like that's all you're getting now. All so, those yeah, horrible they, ideas are axed. The, yeah. Well, so they yeah. basically, when we were like, hey, you really shouldn't be nerfing construction. It probably needs buffs because it's really not as strong as you guys think. It's just that people aren't willing to learn. And then Raul's like, you know what? You're right. 
And I'm like, right. oh, sorry, what'd you just say? Well, well I, I, right. I hear that I, correctly. And don't get me wrong, I do believe that uh, I do believe that Rel has a good point with walking it back, but at the same time, I get this like feeling of hokey pokey. In fact, that's yeah, what I called exactly. it in our uh, channel. Is I was like, it is the hokey pokey. Like he's like, hey, and maybe it, maybe this was he's his testing plan. the waters yeah. at, at at best, right? Right, and maybe this was his plan all along. And he wanted to make it a lot easier to swallow by because that is an old like negotiation tactic. You, you know, give a ridiculous offer everywhere, you know, somebody goes, rah, 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 and then you get put out your real offer and it sounds reasonable, even though it really yeah. isn't. And this time it happens to be reasonable, I think. Uh, but I will say this is the first time he's done anything like this that I'm aware of, at least. So I'm willing to give him a little bit of a benefit of the doubt. Well, yeah, and, usually, and for the record, I'm, I'm I'm very happy with the changes. Even though this was my exact playstyle, the exact same thing I would do to delete a base, it was just unrealistic. There's no reason that one man should be able to take out a base that was built by ten dudes. It, that that is just not realistic. I should not be allowed to do that. Right? It, it, if it you did it, it should take you half an hour. Exactly. Not, it, yeah. It, or it no should reason... take you one symbolite in a tank with Hesh. <laughs> yeah. We we should be bringing the right tools, mm -hmm. and there should be some counterplay. Me infiltrating until you walk out of sight and i drop a bomb that you can't do anything about because you can't even hear it anymore is that's not that's not counterplay no there's just no counter, there's no counter to symbolite in a lightning tank and and <laughs> yeah pretty much but <laughs> there's just there's a lot of, there was a lot of construction that was like just went unnoticed because Right. I mean, so look, look at Sunder's where, bases. We can take them out in seconds if we yeah, fucking choose to. Yeah, this is honestly where I say, so. like, this is... And I can't blame 2RAF for this because they were absolutely right to do it. But this is where 2RAF kind of uh, highlighted construction, its strength. Because uh, there were many aspects to why we won Outfit Wars. But construction was an integral part. Without the construction, chances are we wouldn't have won half the matches yeah uh, for context to the listeners that haven't watched every episode we were in the two raf outfit especially during this time when they went to outfit wars yeah that was towards uh, the end of our time in their outfit yeah well they'll frame it you know there there are a couple of people that will frame it however they want to frame it but realistically i was in charge of construction at the time and mm. every every construction decision rested on me uh, and the construction decisions that you made led to victory and you know, sometimes you just had to be willing to be like, yeah, you know what, you Bob, do the thing that you want to do because I think I want to see how it turns out. And it, you know, there are two two ways it could go. One, it's amazing, and I was right to trust you. Two, I gave your ass enough rope to hang yourself with, and you'll shut up in the future. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I I think honestly too, it, it kind of highlights what I was talking about earlier. It's like the fact that these guys are willing to bitch and moan about it rather than just be like, you know what? That's something we need to learn. We need people that do that. But no, 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 because that meant that they would have to get people that weren't good at shooting or take away some of the shooters from the front line. It, like exactly. there were, and, but it, yeah. And, and I think they, that that's just a toxic mindset. Honestly, it is, um, it is a toxic mindset and they, you know, and they paid the price. It wasn't, you know, at the end of the day, Doctor didn't have a, a light statue standing in sanctuary. Exactly, and I and I and I fully believe that his opinion. I, I'm not even gonna call it opinion. Again, I, I hate I hate I hate the word opinion because half the time it's a fucking fact, a statement of fact. 
But like they were they were making a statement of fact that construction was bad for the game, which is not true. They just were too lazy to learn it themselves, and they were too afraid. Well, they to were pull too lazy back to part least... of the roster yeah. to to fill it out for it. That's Honestly, literally all it was. Too lazy to even come up with a reasonable counterplay. Yeah, considering their play was literally warp. I, I actually, I know it may not have been them specifically, but I know that there were several outfits that their their entire plan was. Haha, we're fighting people who are lesser than us. Let's just warp gate them. It's like that's there, not a plan. That that's, was, that's not a plan. No, they didn't have a plan. And in fact, like, and one of the things I want to point out with like their outfit, and I use the word loosely for that because it was just a collection of just a loose collection of people that thought that they could meme on people who weren't as good at shooting as they were. They weren't even like a real outfit. Uh, they they came together specifically for the outfit wars. Yeah, they were like a collection of like three elite fits. And and for the record, it's because they probably didn't have a roster that oh, they the didn't have they enough people to begin with. Because right. of what we were talking about earlier. Um they didn't There's have just enough not enough of them. <laughs> and uh they wanted to prove that you know they were the best at the game. And in fairness, they are probably better shooters than most of two raf. Yeah, it's a damn shame that they're not playing a game like Call of Duty or Halo where that matters more. Exactly. Um, well, they're probably Shots not. Fired. Yeah, I was gonna say they're probably not good enough to play those games. Oh no, one hundred percent not. And it 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 kind of what you said earlier, small or medium fish, small pond, right? It's like they are literally rising to the top of a fucking puddle. Oh yeah, yeah no, like you're absolutely right. You, I can like looking from above, I can see the bottom. Uh, yeah. Side too. <laughs> the fact that I, I I I know and I recognize people's names, and every time I play, I see the same people is pretty telling yeah oh yeah and it, it, it is what it is like it's not a massive game and and, and that's not a dig oh, by the way i, I think no. for the record i love planet side 2 there, there's no other game on the fucking market that even comes close to doing what it does i just it's one of those moments where like you can see the potential when you're playing the game mm-hmm. and it's so frustrating to be like if we just had like proper use of the scale of this game Oh man, if we had a Battlefield wouldn't three. even be able to come back from where it was because everyone that played Battlefield would be playing Planet Side 2. Yeah. But if there was offer, another game it offer that scale. If there was another game that did what Planet Side 2 does, we'd be playing it right now. Like Yeah. Oh yeah, honestly. wholeheartedly I'd quit in in a, in a heart, heartbeat well, if there yeah, was a better game to come out. Yeah. Honestly, that that is the the meat like the the core of the problem with Planet Side is that they need to make a planet side three to really get it done because yeah. the people that are working on it now didn't work on it, it when the game was made. I don't think there's a single body that that has access to planet side two's code that wrote the code in the first place. Here's what we do: we we call up Rel, bring him to the podcast, sit him down, time to a chair, right? Tell him here's yeah. how you get more planet side players: call up UFO table, make them make an anime. For Planet Side Two, <laughs> yeah, oh. that'll do it. <laughs> oh, Giraffe Chain would be so hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant. Okay, hear me out. It'll, it'll, it, it, ironically, would probably work. But yeah, I don't know. I think one of the issues I have, Vanu is Cat like, Girls, boys. Yeah, ah. <laughs> hey, you know, for people who like Cat Girls, they do have a female Vanu with a spandex, and you can have a cat ear helmet just saying but yeah i, I think the on the note of like planet side three i think obviously there's there, there's the, the glaring issue of like 
it'll cost a lot of money. It'll take a lot of time, blah, 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 blah. But I think the issue is, is that the longer they wait, the less money and the less time they're going to have. Oh. So it's one of those moments where like, they yes. either got to come to the terms with that Planetside 2 is eventually just going to die. Well, sure. Um, but And they're not going to have anything. Well, you, this is the same problem as uh, the poor people buying work boots. Uh, most people have heard this problem before, but, you know, I can only afford the $20 work boots that break in six months. But, you know, Jim, who uh, makes three times as much as me, buys the $200 pair of work boots that last five years. He spends way less money than I do, but I can't afford the $200 at the time. Yeah. Plus, let's be real. If, if Raul came out and he's like, guys, listen, all this time we've been fucking fighting tooth and nail to try and do shit with Planetside 2. Planetside 3, we're going to Unreal, we're doing an Unreal 5. We'll be able to do so much more shit with the game. We'll be able to use our scale properly. He, he just, even if it's just tossing out buzzwords and his shit, like he just hits the, hits the fan base with that. I bet you. He could get a at least a, a chunk of funding for this as well. Well, it would it would be better. And the one of the things that uh, the perspective, like the idea of Planet Side Three, would have to do is it would just have to do what Planet Side Two doesn't. And yeah. Planet Side Two was like in we talked about it in you know with some you know with everybody who in before and i think i've mentioned it on a podcast way back when but plant side 2 was built back a long time ago when developers were all convinced that core speed from your cpu was going to be the biggest factor yeah i forgot count. about that fuck yeah and so no matter how badass you make planet side 2 at the end of the day it's running on old system and something's bound to break in an irreversible way at some point mm -hmm. yeah I, I think i bet you we we can't see behind the behind the hood obviously or under the hood sorry um but i bet you there's like nine out of the ten things they try to implement to the game probably burn like oh, probably like burn the game and they're like we can't do this like i bet you there's new vehicles they've tried to add i bet you there's uh new gun like features they've tried to add and they just interact so weirdly that they just make the game work out lag or crash or otherwise right and I, I bet you just because it's such an it's literally i think at this point it's almost like 12 years old since since the beta i think the beta came out in 2010 if i remember correctly and the yeah, game launched in 2012 no it was 2012 2011 2012 in that ballpark it was the yeah, same so year as guild wars 2 i remember them it, having it, the same it's, year it's oh. 10 plus years old anyways right it's like it's it's old that's old yeah even world of warcraft to this day people bitch and moan about it for the same reasons so old. it's like the fact that Planets I Do is a much less developed, much less uh, or much much lesser budgeted game. It shows more. I just, just want to point out. I want to applaud Splitgate for just coming out the gate and saying, "Hey, uh, no new content updates. We're gonna make a new game in Unreal Five because uh, our shit's jank and we didn't expect the success. So we're gonna do right by you and just make a new one." And that's what I want. That's fine. I want League to do that too. League of Legends needs to do that something fucking fierce. And they just won't. They're just so fucking afraid that if they don't keep a pipeline of content, that that, that game isn't going to last much longer on, on what it, it's going to crash and burn. And we're going to have like months of no League of Legends, I bet you. I, okay with this. I'm unaware oh, of the I, of the current. I, I'd troubles. be perfectly fine with it too. Well, I, I, I guess I'll solidify it. They have a skin for a champion called Lux, and it's called Elemental Lux. And what it does is it lets you pick from four elements. 
And then you can pick from another four, depending on what you pick. I think in total, you get like 18, 16 or 18 different combinations that you can make by the end of it. So it's it's like 19 different skins all put together. If you play in a normal like draft mode, or not draft mode, uh, blind pick, where you can have the same champion on either team, mm-hmm. it almost melts the game. They say that it just barely is able to run when they do the all-for-one mode where everybody can pick the same champion. Why would they do this? So, well, at the time, they didn't realize it was going to be a problem. So, and and basically, it will almost melt League of Legends to the point that it will just immediately crash. Nice. Like, for everybody. Everybody will just immediately crash because the game, it's not, not your system interacting with it, right? And God forbid you have a lesser system. Apparently, it's even worse at that point. Um, <laughs> so, so, but, but that that was year that was like five years ago. Well, so imagine <laughs> as they keep going forwards, uh, they just recently had an event for uh, their 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 big the uh, uh, mashup of like uh, magical girls. They call it Star Guardian. It's actually pretty good. I'll give them credit where credits due. In terms of story shit, it's it's actually not too bad. But um, but it's it, it didn't work. People paid. I paid fifty dollars to get in on this event. It's like twenty dollars to get in. I, I paid for like an extra bunch of shit. But like, I was like, hey, I'm I, I have a little extra cash. I'm playing league at the time. I'm gonna fucking do it. Um, go ahead, la- everyone can laugh. It's fine. I'll, I'll take the L. But it, then the event didn't work. Wow. So like, you can get your tokens at the end of the event when you have like a couple days to spend them. So it's like I didn't know how many I was gonna get. I, 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 there was something I wanted that I wasn't even able to get because of it, and they're just like, "Haha, oh well." It's like, it's so it's it, basically, the game is melting. It, the, the client and the game itself are melting, and I, I'm speculating that because they are refusing to fix this, they're refusing to do anything to fix it. it is eventually just going to melt. It's going to crash and burn, and that and, and League is also just as old as these games. I mean, it's a little younger than than World of Warcraft, I guess, but. Because uh, World of Warcraft I think was like 2004, so it, it, it's almost got 10 years on both of these games, I guess. But, um, but I think all uh, you know, World of Warcraft has updated itself before because it needed to. And right, I think that League and Planetside Two are going to have to do that. Well, Planetside Two did have a big DirectX update, and that was yeah, but that wasn't really anything to do with its engine or anything. I mean, that helped with optimization by a large margin. Um, I'm and to sure. be clear, DirectX is a compatibility layer of programming yeah. tools that allows de- game developers to send commands to your graphics card, right? And so that's the reason why stuff like um, what's the competitor to DirectX? I forget. It's um, I oh, I forget the name. Vulcan. Vulcan. Yeah. Yes, it's Vulcan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Vulcan's really cool because it's cross-platform. It works on everything, right? And so a lot of like Linux compatibility tools is just converting DirectX calls and source code to the Vulkan equivalent, right? Um, yeah. And that's why if you make your game in Vulkan, it runs on everything. Like you want a Steam Deck version and a Windows version. If you write it in Vulkan, it, you don't have to change anything. It's just one yeah. and done. <laughs> you probably played, I'm sure people have played Steam games where it's like, would you like to launch the, the original version of the game or would you rather launch the Vulcan version yeah. and that's or OpenGL is the other one but it's or old. yeah or OpenGL open uh, that one I recognize mm-hmm. now that yeah. you said it okay. Vulcan is just uh, new hotness and OpenGL is the old and busted of the same idea essentially okay. yeah 
So yeah, I, I just think that Planetside 2 genuinely needs to catch up with the times, and it's not going to be easy to rewrite Planetside 2 to be like that. I think it genuinely no. is the better option to just do a 3. Well, I mean, no, you've gotten to the point where you can't rewrite Planetside at some point. Like some parts. Oh yeah, they don't, I don't even think they have access enough to do it. Yeah, some parts of the code they can't fix uh, anymore, and that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. They've cut a lot of things, too, because of that. Uh, and that's like why it took so long for Osher to happen. Because theoretically, it's pretty easy to paint, uh, especially when you don't need to worry about AI. So you don't mm-hmm. need to draw the. So for people who've not done like modifications or coding or anything like that in uh, 3D environments, typically when there's a like a modding API or an API for editing the game in the first place, hint there always is. Yeah. Uh, well, now there is, uh, but there is oh, always a modding fine. AI. There isn't always a modding API, but there are these triangles, these nav meshes, and they're always triangles. I don't actually know why, but I know there's a reason why. Uh, I just don't know why myself. Um, but these triangles are what allow the AI to walk on the floor instead of flaw- falling through the floor or not being able to walk at all or just teleporting around in some cases um so the nav mesh is a huge deal but plant side they don't actually really have to worry about that because hmm. they don't have ai so my point True. being is like there is less at least no motion AI. yeah yeah the but my point being is like there was less there is fundamentally less map building in planet side than there is in say I don't know, Fallout. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And it, not to knock the devs or anything like that. that that's perfectly fine. It, but there's a reason Osher took so long when it had been on the table for God knows how long. I think it was on the table since Rel joined up. It's just we mm-hmm. didn't know about it. Yeah, like they showed us early screenshots way back in the right. day. And it looked wildly different for obvious yeah. reasons because it couldn't look the same. Yeah, I think what it was it their original iteration, after they had built it, realized that they couldn't use it because of the way that how janky everything mm-hmm. was. They literally had to remake the damn thing from scratch. Yeah, yeah. I after mean, after being fully complete, it is what it is because uh, that's. It all I mean, is. old game shit, right? Like that's understandable. And like you said earlier, Rick, it, they're not nobody's from the original team. Yeah. So they're literally floundering around trying to figure shit out on the go. Yeah. Anyways, guys, it's been about two hours. I think we should rapid fire through a couple topics and call it a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. As fun as Planetside is to talk about it, I know we'll talk about it again. So uh, I I think a lot of these topics can wait until next time. So I just want to bring up a couple things. Uh, First, let's talk about PayPal. So, Victim, are you willing to share what happened recently? Because you you have a new donation service, right? Uh, I'll be vague about it, but... uh... I guess without like going like too in depth, this happens every once in a while, you know. Um, I wish I knew how to handle this better. Usually, I just try to be as boring as I can so they go away. But like, I, I had some trolls pop in, and you know they they were fucking around with me. So I said, "How oh, ha ha!" Until I realized later, one of them did something. I don't know if they if they knew that they had done this because they were, I think they may have just been trying to get like a text to speech thing to troll, but they only spent a dollar, not five. <laughs> Jokes on them. I'll take your money. Anyways. um, They donated, though. But they donated. And what that meant was, and because I I hadn't thought about this, and I should have thought about this earlier, because I knew people who had done the same thing. It showed them my real name. (laughs) Which, thankfully, there's not much you can get from my real name. Mm. 
it, I, I'm actually been scrubbed from the internet apparently. Um, it's because I don't really have any ties back to like anything, which is we. I didn't realize this, but it is I it, my real name means fucking nothing at the end of the day. We well, don't use it without, anywhere, so without any without any other identifying factors, right? So it's like yeah, yeah. whatever. But but I was really like you know I you know I don't I still don't want that out there. That, right, it's still not not a fun thing to have out there. So I was like, uh, so at first I was like, I need to find an alternative. Because I didn't, I wasn't certain about going business, and you can't really look up any information on, like the pros and cons of it. Nobody talks about it, and every streamer's just like, just do it, just do it. Uh, it. Turns out, in a lot of places, it's illegal to just to just do it. Yeah, sometimes you need what is called a DBA. Uh, I think it's doing business as form, uh, where if you do not have one, but you declare yourself as a business, it, it's considered fraud. Thankfully, though. Uh, I did try to do some other things, which we can get into in a second, but thankfully in my province, or I think even in Canada, but uh, I do not need one. Unless I try to open a bank account in my in my business's name. PayPal isn't considered a bank, though. So, cool. Works for you, Mr. Works Canada for me, But man. yeah, so, uh, I had opened up uh, a coffee, is what you were talking about. Though, Ko-fi, I was like, coffee, whichever. Yeah, I was, like, I was like, oh, hey, I'll open up this. This will be perfect. Um, which ended up being a much better donation service because I actually get like the full amount, which is super awesome. Right. Um, if you donate to me through, uh, I mean, I still PayPal still takes a cut, but if you were to donate to me through Streamlabs, I think it takes like an, a further fifteen percent or something, hmm. which is like kind of lame, but whatever. But um, but yeah, so that so that's cool. But uh, I ultimately didn't do what I wanted it to do. Yeah. So one but, of the things I'm going to do yeah. before this episode goes live is I'm going to set up probably my bank account on our Odyssey channel. So I, I actually went on Twitter and I after this happened to you, and I actually straight up asked the Odyssey channel, like, hey, what happens when people donate to you? What do they know? What do they get to see? Right. And they're just like, whatever is on your profile, they don't they don't get to see anything. Like, because I, I was I straight up asked, like, can they see like my real name and shit? And they're like, no, like the. Their their lead like operations guy like replied to me directly. He's like, "No, dude, <laughs> yeah, they can't I see mean, that." I mean, I get that that's just the way you're narrating them, but I really hope they weren't that nonchalant because it's actually a pretty common practice for for like legal reasons to have your real name tied to that shit. No, no, they they know your real name because your bank account's tied to your yeah, account. Yeah, exactly. But like the yeah. people donate, but they just don't. don't have to. But they don't they name. don't feed it back to them. That's good because right. you're right. They don't need to do that, and that's something that everyone's always questioned. PayPal is like, yeah, we know you need to know it. Why the fuck does the person mm-hmm. buying from you need to? Yeah, and that's they why don't. business. And that's but I think it's that... just an incentive to get you to make a business account. So right now they really um, want you doing business on a personal account. PayPal's also old. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, and so sometimes when it comes to old things, they have old people problems where. They don't think about, I don't know. Does your like the all the old people that use uh, Facebook understand that we know who they are because they're old and have their name attached to it? And when they spout whatever racist or mm-hmm. terrible opinion they might have. So <laughs> my parents told me never to use my real name on the internet, and I don't. They do though, but <laughs> yeah, weird. Oh well. Well, I mean that's just how the times change. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, right, like. When we were growing up, it was never, uh, you know, there are all these predators on the internet. Never, never use tell your, them. You... Never use your real name. Don't tell them where you live. The number of predators has not decreased. I would argue it has increased dramatically. Uh, well, that's just due to the nature of it. It's one of those per capita things, right? Yeah. Also, yeah, we have things like join. Discord and Reset Era where they congregate. <laughs> so it's like, well, okay, it's easy now. So 
Yeah. I'm actually I should look into that. I, Twitter had an issue with that where they were using like really vague hashtags to to trade that shit. I remember hearing about that on on one of the news channels I've followed for a while. I was like, what the fuck? Well, remember, Weird. kids, if uh, you ever see somebody with map in their profile, run. <laughs> run. Run. Don't stop. Don't turn around. Don't stop. You shouldn't be on Twitter at that point anyways. But Yeah. But anyways, I bring up Odyssey because right now all my bets are on Odyssey for, like, uh, facilitating donations maybe for the show for, like, direct, like, dollar dollar bills. Like, I still want boostograms. I still want streaming sats, satoshis through a modern podcasting app, newpodcastapps.com. But, like, if you just don't want to buy Bitcoin and load your wallet with Satoshis and you just want to give me like five bucks, like the three of us. Right. Um, like I'm, I'm fine with, with how Odyssey's doing it. Cause Odyssey has a donate button, right? Uh, soon they will have a Patreon alternative and it's a loss leader. And what I mean by that is they're trying to drive people into their site. Uh, so at, I'm calling it a loss, right? They are taking the minimum possible cut to, um, make the service work. Right, like service fees for the the people behind the curtain that are actually doing it. Right. Yeah. Um, they're not actually taking a cut for themselves because they just want to drive traffic to the site. They're not trying to take your donation cut. Um, right. They're combating a lot of uh, false flag operations, so yeah. they need traffic. And exactly. another thing to to note too is that getting in early probably means that if they do change that later, we'll be grandfathered in. That's what Patreon did. Right. Oh, before all the shitty things Patreon did, at least they grandfathered some people in. I heard some stories, but them like trying to trick people out of being grandfathered and i don't really know anything about that offhand but uh so mm -hmm. i mean they may still be scummy but hey they at least did it at one point that's yeah <laughs> my point my point still stands odyssey probably wouldn't mm -hmm. hopefully so yeah so. I, i'm betting on odyssey i really love their platform they, they do a lot of really good stuff uh there is an update on the library uh sec case so library is the protocol of which odyssey sources all of their videos it used to be all one company right uh but they've since split uh, because Odyssey is doing stuff like donations in dollar bills and this Patreon alternative, which is not aligned with the Web3 crypto maximalist uh, ideology, right? So library, you can use separate from Odyssey and not use any of that stuff, right? It's all crypto if you want. Odyssey makes it, you know, easier, but it's still sourced from library. So all the same, like, you can't kick me off the platform, things apply. Because, like, you, you can get kicked off of Odyssey, right? Your video's deleted, but it's still on the blockchain, still accessible to, if you know how, right? Yeah. I covered that before. So they're two separate entities now, but the parent, the, the original entity, Library, LBRY, um, they're currently in the middle of a lawsuit with the SEC uh, because the SEC said, hey, your, your, your token, LBC, Library Coin, is a security. It's like a stock. You can't just use it to post videos. And they're like, what is the legal guidance? And they said, we won't tell you. And now they're being sued. I was going to say, that's not, they're going to, I mean, they're going to win the lawsuit. Like, the I don't know if they'll like... win. Uh, so the SEC is known for fucking people over, right? So the SEC is responsible for making the rules and enforcing the rules. And so library. I guess that's true. Yeah. Library is alleging in court. The rules are not published. They cannot be followed. What is the rules? We've asked. And that's the reason why we got sued is because we asked because we wanted to be compliant. And then you hit us with a lawsuit saying we were doing it wrong. But you won't tell us what the right way to do it is, so we cannot comply. Yeah, and if they and if they have proof of that, I think that'll probably help. But well, like, well, 
we'll see. How I hope I hope they win it though, because that's mm-hmm. I, they, I think they pulled that same bullshit before, haven't they? Yeah, I, I feel heard, like I've I heard it up before. because um, we're expecting a verdict by at the latest Friday of this week. So, oh uh, good, I'll okay. tee it up now, and then next well, podcast episode good. we can talk about the fallout because if they lose, it might make crypto illegal in the United States to trade uh, because it would be considered a security like a stock. So that might crash several crypto markets. Um, which is an interesting twist um, because that's a pretty, you know, robust industry that they're going to, you know, drive into the it's ground. Destroy. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's no other alternative right there. It would be destroying it. Mm-hmm. Which would be, a, you know, a big blow to uh, internet freedom. Well, wouldn't course. crypto just have to basically create a non... Well, I don't understand how this all works so for the record, but like well, a non-stock no, version. You just have to, like, the, the big stock exchanges would just become international foreign companies and there are a lot of Exit. things that could happen um, yeah because what we can speculate but ultimately what ends up happening could be wildly different yeah and i don't want to speculate too much because i don't really know what they'll do i just know business that is crypto related in the united states will move to other countries where it is not forbidden so yeah. we can only speculate uh but this case is not an existential threat for odyssey as a business uh to be clear um so and they've made that clear in multiple tweets multiple posts where they said this is not an existential threat um so using them as a donation service for tipping and in the future as a patreon alternative for our podcast is absolutely in the cards and i will probably set that up as soon as it's available i am looking forward to it and that's another way aside from uh boosting and streaming sats that you can support the show uh which is why i wanted to to bring it up the rest of the topics on the agenda can wait for next time um all right so Victim, what are you streaming? I love lately? you a long time, Genshin. And uh, it's all Genshin. I had a, I had I had a shitty string the past couple days where I haven't been able to stream. Uh, okay. I had a cold one night. It's like I'm not streaming tonight. And then I overslept the day before that. And then the the, the two days I normally take off, I took off before that. And then I think it was, yo yesterday my power went out. For wow. two hours, right in the middle of when I would have started streaming. So I said, fuck it, I guess we're not doing that tonight. And then today, uh, I, I remembered we had to do the podcast, and I hadn't eaten yet. And I was like, you know what, I'm not going to fucking bother. <laughs> it's just, I'm not going to stream tonight. It's funny. Well, anyway, so. you can catch Victim at twitch.tv slash Victim of Gaming. Uh, as for me, um, you know, now that the forum is launched, you'll find me on the forum, making posts, replying to all you people once you sign up. Uh, yeah. But now that the forum's out the door, other than, you know, maintenance activities that will be required, my free time has opened up once again. Uh, so I still kind of want to get through the Devil May Cry games. Uh, I don't stream, so, like, I'm not going to be streaming that. I'm just going to play it from talking about it on the show. Uh, but at the same time, I do have Guild Wars working on my Linux computer. Uh, and I did get Warframe updated, and I logged in in the time limit to get the free 50th Warframe, which was cool. Um, but I haven't actually, like, played any of the new content yet. Like, I'm I'm waiting just because I, I want to get to Guild Wars. I'm more interested in Guild Wars at the moment than, than Warframe because Warframe will always be there. Warframe is the wife, not the mistress, as they say, right? And that is true even now. Uh, so right now, uh, I kind of want to catch up on Guild Wars because that was a fun, like, blast to the past when we played it the other night and I was just sorting through my inventory for two hours, right? <laughs> and it's like, that was a lot of fun. I kind of want to catch up with the story as well uh, as, as you, Victim. So, like, I might do that if I can get some time on the computer. But, uh... 
Otherwise, like, you know, maybe I'll schedule something uh, with with the boys. Maybe we'll play, like, an RTS game or something. I, I'd like to do that soon because we were doing yeah. that pretty regularly, and then I got busy. And, I... and then we try to do it, and then we get busy or, like, because, like, I'm right, you know, I'm finishing up uh, my bachelor's, and mm -hmm. I'm doing a lot of stuff in my free time mm -hmm. now, like, just about that. Then, you know, it's just hard to line up. Being an adult is hard to have friends some days. That's how I was when I was in school, and I just I had to hope that you guys would forgive me one day because it's like I'm just like gone while you guys are having all these crazy like MMO adventures, like at the height of like Warframe, Guild Wars, and all the other stuff we did, right? Really deep diving into Planet Side and like in in the in the the good years, um, nah. and I missed all of that because I was in college. Now you're now you're feeling it. <laughs> yeah, it was real. Like I I really was absent tough anyway uh please check out our new forum melonmancy.cafe link in the show notes uh i also need to add a link to the forum on the show notes site like in the top bar somewhere um i'll take care of all of that tomorrow uh today is monday the 26th and the show should go up tomorrow night i'll do all that shit tomorrow night <laughs> all right that's future dylan's problem exactly